Hey, it's Harold Hovelton. Welcome to D4. You're listening to yours truly. Now to uh, get these pants on. Hey, hey everybody. And welcome to <laughs> D4. Where I, Devin. And I, Dustin, Podium. A fifth edition game of Dungeons and Dragons. Last time on Debates, Dispels, and Declarations of Devotion. The group aided Orkira in speaking with the deceased gold dragon Aranax and learn the history of the Malarican Keep, known as Klangadin's Hearth, and how the dragon came to be there. They learned a part of de Gaulle's plan to unify the Sword Coast under his rule, which coincided with the re-minting of the gold coins now brandishing his face. The party then finishes gathering the 500,000 gold pieces into Zaraj's portable hole and harvests the red dragon for scales, bones, teeth, and meat. Upon their return, the party discusses the future of the Stone of Golord, the Field Ward, and V plans the celebration party for the tavern. The next day, Finley and Voss return to Mama Uwe's to get the Gaius removed, as it seemed to have already negatively started affecting Voss. Sasha spoke with her dad through sending and sent Vincent Trench out to search for any leads on her mother. V, Harold, and Petunia, and Orkira use the rest of the day to gather components for new spells and determine what is possible to construct from the remains of a dragon. At the end of the day, the party returns to find Laurel Silverhand awaiting them in a disguise as she gifts them 1,000 harbor moons, equating to 50,000 gold, and a chest left at the bottom of their own portable hole. Your downtime of the 10 day has begun as you all start prepping to leave for the High Forks. V has been busy prepping everything for the event with the help of some of you, as well as some others. While the rest of you have been off doing other errands, inviting your friends and loved ones to the event. <coughs> the next day greets you all with a warm sun that bakes into your rooms, through the windows, with a stuffy, stagnant heat. However, when you open the windows, or doors, you are met with a splendid, constant, cooling summer breeze brought in with the scattered clouds that offer pockets of shade along the streets. Among the perfect day for any occasion, but this one is special. V, you and Leaf agreed to have the festivities begin at noon in order to finish any last minute arrangements and allow everyone to arrive after your morning rituals. What is everybody doing this morning? Oh, um, I know it's a party today, so I'm stretching. <laughs> things are going, stretching. Th things look, I, I intend to do a lot of dancing. You gotta limber I, up, man. I gotta limber mm. up. Uh, and then I will, um, tune all my instruments and, uh, get ready to, to have the party of my life. I'm uh, assuming we picked up our outfits yesterday. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yep. And we will give you a, mo a, a, a moment to describe what you look like very soon. Finley is psyching herself up after having finished her ritual with her familiars. She is psyching herself up like, I'm going to, I have to wear this. I'm, and she's just like staring at it. <laughs> and she's putting all of her hair ornaments back into her hair and putting on the various jewelries preparing to put the dress on. Seisha takes a stack of papers with recipes written on them down to Javier. 
Javier and uh, hands them over to him. Biblio gave me a bunch of recipes that, that might come in handy. One of them ceviche. And she hands them over and then uh, heads back up and goes back to writing in her journal about how excited she is for the party. At that point, Orkira has come down from the nook that she's been sleeping in, holding, she's still wearing her normal outfit and she's holding her book and a, a sack of supplies that she'd picked up the other day and is going to find out from Seisha how to get to the roof where she's going to spend the morning uh, praying, which is basically letting the Phoenix know what the plans are for the day uh, and getting some advice and then um, doing something she hasn't done in a while, which is polish and wax her horns and her claws. Okay, absolutely. <clears throat> All right, V's been up for hours. She's been downstairs making sure everything is in its place, okay? Everything is like like crimson red with some like dark orange hues here and there, but like there's gold glitter everywhere. Like there's red like tablecloth, but the ends look like they have been singed, okay? But on top of it, gold glitter, go just glitter, just all kinds, just in different shapes, like everywhere, every table. Every it looks like it's falling from the ceiling somehow, but <laughs> Harold it's is not, there like this, but it's like miraculously not getting on adding more so it's just like confusing is it, 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 you want more or less is this enough or okay okay i think um like not too much because we don't want it to be like fog because vinley's doing that Got so it. we need to make sure <laughs> that you can still see the glitter like through the smoke you know so i'm Got thinking it. more like uh yes this excellent so it's like a light medium <laughs> and um she isn't even dressed yet and she is just like realizing this and like i have to go but i need to make sure that like she's been breathing down javier's neck about <laughs> the food and stuff and she has this cake she's really excited about all right yeah. uh, boss you do anything uh before the party um i go to steam and steel with the dragon tooth to see if they can make it into a dagger absolutely it's not it's party related gold. but yeah, it's 900 gold. What does it do? Uh, it, it would be a, a, a minorly enchanted and uh, would be able to basically sear the, the flesh when it's stabbed. It will have some, some fire damage to it. But that Sweet. will be given to you at the end of the 10 day. Yep. I will say how much is that? 900. 900. Gold. All right, I do that then. Okay. Yeah, he would let you know that it's normally 2,000, uh, but because you provide the main component and you're a friend. I bow, I invite them to the party, assuming they've already been invited. <laughs> you see that they're actually already uh, dressed up when you come I in. I say the... nothing then, I yep. simply assume. Um, yeah. And I'll, no, nothing party related. Yep, okay. Just, I just want to make sure Gariel got an invite. Oh, yes, absolutely. Everybody that you yeah, want to invite everyone. has been With flowers and yep. everyone's invited. Uh, all right. V, if you would please describe what everybody sees when they approach the tavern and what is happening inside. Okay. So, with, oh my goodness, where to start? So when you approach the tavern, you can see into the tavern, um, but there is like some, like you can tell there's like a, like a smoke kind of flowing down, but you can, it's not like blocking off. It doesn't look like you can't walk through it. It almost looks as if it's like, a sheer like curtain kind of a thing but it's flowy it's really nice um 
And on the outsides, there's two little things of just like fiery sparkler. It's on either side of the door. So then when you go inside, just everything is just like red hues and gold. And um, like I mentioned, there is the gold glittering com glitter coming down, but there's like, like the fog is also kind of like on the ceiling, but like staying up there and just in entrance ways, basically. Uh, the smoke really, not fog, but you know what I'm saying. <laughs> and then, um, okay. So there is a uh, artist in one corner who is painting pictures of people who come in and want their picture done in like a caricature type way. There are these um, fire eating and breathing uh, belly dancers as well who are wearing a chainmail armor that probably wouldn't work at all in battle. You know, they're kind of dragon scaled looking and um, and the artist is uh, named Luke and he is wearing green and black, by the way. He had, he didn't get the motif on the red. He, V had a big blowout about it. She got really upset earlier, but there wasn't time for him to change. And so <laughs> that was just, she just had to deal. She's still a little stressed. You can see she's a little shaky from it, but you know what, it's fine. Um, and so you can see that there's a makeshift stage, right? But as of right now there's nobody on the stage this little makeshift stage she put together um and so right as about a couple hours into the party is when uh, like there's music playing and everything but um she decides to get on the stage the little makeshift stage thing she put together because she would just you know so v gets up there and she just goes thank you everyone so much for coming it's been so much fun and of course like feel free to take from the gold hoard pile which like is just a bunch of gold cookies in a pile she was trying to construct this like elaborate cookie cake with heavy a and it just kind of looks like not and there's like glitter all over it she's like i promise the glitter is edible you will be fine okay um, but I would personally love to introduce our main entertainment for the night by Arcane Romance. <laughs> and it's really like, you know, like solemn, but like emo kind of band looking, but medieval. They have like dark crimson red, like flowing tops and like, you know, height leather pants. And um, and they have been instructed that Harold will join them. Oh my God! Yes. What are you wearing, V? Oh, and of course, what I'm wearing is okay. So it is a long, flowing gown, but the way the top is is that the top is a halter, and it criss, and there's like a crisscross like over the boobs, but the stomach is exposed right okay and so um on her arms are um like false sleeves they're like think like armbands that have like fabric flowing from it and so on one side is like red and the other side is like a shimmering gold so the lining for everything is a gold lining and um it's pretty sick do you have so. any animal print on 
I have the, so I was trying to do like a dragon scale effect okay. with the red fabric, but I didn't want to be like too much like, this is a dragon, rah, kind of a design. Okay. Okay. So that is incorporated in there. There's a lot of like chain mail, um, dragon scale looking kind of things just around, you know. <laughs> uh, all right. Um, let's start with Seisha. What are you wearing to the party? Well, these said we had to be sexy, and I had this leopard print corset, so I'm wearing that, and um, and a, a white off-the-shoulder blouse that's got like bell sleeves on and is kind of fluffy and ruffly, because um, and and leather pants and knee-high black boots that have a little bit of a heel on them because because I was told to be sexy and Gariel's sexy, so I tried to dress a little bit like Gariel. I was just about to say, you look a lot like your girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, and my holy symbol. Uh, let's and I have go. a shield and a sword. Sorry, I forgot that. <laughs> It can be strapped to your back and on your side. It did not go well. So I've got my sword and shield with me. But Seisha, we're in our own tavern. I don't care. Uh, I mean, you did have a beholder attack in tavern once. So it's it's fair. That is true. Yeah. And a man shield. And a man shield. That is, that yeah. is true. Yeah. It's fair. Trust no one. Uh, let's, um, let's go to Harold. So Harold knows he's going to be more active during this party than most people are going to be. So he doesn't wear like a coat. He wears like a vest over a nice white shirt with black pants. The vest has, uh, it's mostly black with red um, kind of inlay that makes it look sort of scaly uh, because he, uh, after being yelled at for trying to wear purple, he went back and got a red vest. Um, and then uh, he is mostly, most of the time he, he's, if he's not, playing music on stage he's hanging out with petunia you can see that they're much closer than they normally are like they're they're like they're almost like oh lovey dovey looking at each other constantly and like it's probably sort of like uh, harold you're they're waiting for you they've been waiting for you two minutes on the stage right yes of course and that sort of thing but uh yeah he's still super in it and high energy the entire time Oh, and he very early on, he just like rolled the sleeves up. Like, okay, screw that. This, <laughs> here we go. So, yeah. All right. <clears throat> Boss, you wearing anything different? Uh, Only if I have to. I mean, you <laughs> have those special clothes. You can out. make them red. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I wear a red shirt and black pants and boots. There you go. And there you go. <laughs> uh, I wear a very... Uh, I would say it's a very light red, almost a pink. Okay, neat. All right. Um, all right. Orkira. So after panicking because she hasn't had another outfit to wear in about a dozen years, and then being dragged to a couple of different places, she finally was able to commission a the first thing that she she's worn that isn't her armor in forever, which ends up being this sleeveless red dress with a very high collar. It's very form fitting at the top, and then it flares uh, at the waist 
into this multi-layered skirt in a variety of hues of red. Um, all the edges are outlined in black and she's especially proud of the fact that it's a dress with pockets and will gladly tell anybody that she can uh, that it's got pockets and she's got her holy symbol in one of her pockets, which is her book of the Phoenix. So every once in a while she just pulls it out and is like, the entire book fits, it's amazing. Um, and then if you look from the back, it's actually completely backless. Uh, it's clipped at the top at the neck and then just under her tail. But the rest of the back with the spines and her wings are left completely open. And she's also wearing a bracer on her left side that is a leopard print bracer because at one point she came back with the dress and Seisha was all about the leopard print. She felt very self-conscious about not having any leopard print on. And so she went back out and got this, this bracer. And because she spent all morning preparing for the first time that she's ever worn a dress, she has also um, completely shined up her horns and her claws. And so even though all of her scales are still this matte, um, her horns are gleaming gold and her, her claws and her, uh, the claws on her feet, because she is still not wearing any shoes. There were no shoes that would ever fit her feet, but her claws are now gleaming black uh, and all shined up and she, probably spends a lot of the party awkwardly following people around until she finally falls into a conversation that is uh, interesting and then she'll like stay there for hours. Okay. So v, v does help Vinley get ready because she realizes that everyone comes downstairs and Vinley hasn't yet. Yeah. <laughs> she goes so... in there to drag her. So when she comes downstairs, she has this dress made of silk and there is a gold band around her neck where the silk drapes off of, almost kind of like a halter top, but not revealing anything other than her shoulders and her arms. And it cinches in at the waist with like a simple seam around the waist to give it like a flowing effect around her body. And it reaches all the way down to the floor and there is a, a leg slit up to just about two inches above her knee. That's the most she's willing to reveal. And she's barefoot. And on her feet, around her ankles, is this very delicate gold chain that wraps down her foot and gives her almost an appearance of like uh, a dangling skeleton around her feet. And around her arms from her elbow down, she has the same gold chains just dri dripping off of her. And they all have these very small ruby, dark ruby inlays. It's probably costume jewelry. Um, and they're inlaid at all the major points of where they attach to the hand and the elbows. And <laughs> her bang pieces, which are a lot longer than the back section of her hair, are clipped at the bottom with this like ruby that connects with a gold chain up to a crown that she has fashioned of uh, braided Jericho rose that is kind of dried out and lo looks almost wilted around her head and the gold chains connect up to that and she has her holy symbol of Mistra on her chest and her Dragal golden ring around the chains on her hand and she has uh geometric like th thick 
red liner that Harold did for her. It's a dark ruby red liner that outlines her eyes. And you had to be forced to wear this? Girl, you extra. I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I will say, say she keeps her shield on her back and it gives yeah. her that um, aureole, I think it's called, uh, appearance that you see often mm -hmm. in uh, religious works where there's like that semicircle. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yep. I yeah. like she. I like the idea that she casts light on it just to really give it that effect. <laughs> and she, and she does. <laughs> and every hour or so, like one of us passes by you and is just like, "You gotta recast the light." <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. And I do want to say that all three of her familiars are out with her during this party because she's do like, they have bow ties? "You cover my leg." <laughs> Yes, they have bow ties. Do they have bow ties? Oh yeah, they're they're dressed up for the occasion. Um, Excellent. Uh, Tassar has golden eyes that she has inlaid into. Like they look like coins, and she's putting and that them in kind there. of upsetting. But okay, yeah, <laughs> I love it, love it. I'm here for and it. And Phelan actually has this little frog dress that makes yes. her look like she's wearing a ball gown. Yes. <laughs> and then Savard has a little tiny butterfly. Bow tie. Ah! The tiniest, the tiniest <laughs> butterfly, or tiniest little bow, bow, bow tie yeah. fly. Oh man. Okay. Pretty uh. <laughs> good. Yeah. I, I think I think we got a, a bow tie, the yeah. little bow tie. Uh, so um, it is an eventful day. Um, there's tons of revelry, loads of entertainment, uh, with a private showing of uh, my arcane romance. Uh, <laughs> Me a they, uh, but endless buffet of food that varies in levels of spiciness. Although rich in hearty meaty flavor, most of it is also very spicy. But thanks to Javier's excellent cooking skills, it is quelled by being paired with savory spices and soothing sweet flavors to even it out. Seisha, at some point, you take a few plates up to Biblio, who eats it up in a haste that borders on feeling like he has been starved up to this point. Baby love, is that good? <laughs> it's similar to how, you know, like a dog eats table scraps versus how it eats dog food. Yeah, yeah. Yes. She will She will take Gariel with her because she has plans. So she okay. makes sure that Gariel and Biblio spend a few minutes together. Okay. Okay. Um, what do you do? Just... Um, she she will introduce Gariel to Biblio as he's, as he's noshing. And when he finishes, She'll, she'll be like, so um, I found Biblio here. He, he looked like a book. And I mean, you can see he's a lot bigger now, but um, he looked like a cookbook. So I named him Biblio. And when I first picked him up, he curled his tongue around my arm, which is how he says hi. So um, why don't you hold your arm out? I'm good. Oh no, really, try it. No, I'm, I'm really, I'm good. I'm, that, that's your thing. I'm okay with that. I'm... That's a mimic. Yes. He's my baby. Wait, watch. Biblio, who am I? <laughs> you hear it. <laughs> oh, that is unnerving. <laughs> He's the sweetest baby, though. It, I can honestly say, darling, that I have never heard a mimic say anything in my life, and I don't ever want to hear any, it say anything ever again. I care for you deeply. That is... <clears throat> quite an interesting it's too much 
You want to go back too, down to the party? Too much tongue action. Like, just, <laughs> it's just all tongue. Like, He's sweet, though. He really is. I'm, I'm sure he is the sweetest, and I'm happy to make his acquaintance so he doesn't eat me. Oh, yes, Biblio. Never eat her. <laughs> you say it, you don't... don't I have no clue if he actually it. registered yeah. it or not. You let her feed him some scraps, and, you know. Yeah, she's she, definitely from afar. And throws it. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely doesn't just hand it. Yeah. Might be moments where it like lands and sticks on like uh, the you know table or uh, 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 coat rack that he is, and then just like the tongue wraps around, slides it in. It's prehensile. All right, let's get back to the party. Yes, let's. Um, <clears throat> also, at various points of the day, uh, an elaborate display of fire and dance fills the courtyard outside. A Mastican man dressed in fanciful black silk brocade surcoat embellished with golden scorpions embroidered across it dances like a lover embracing his partner as he spins fire around his body on an ignited glaive. Sparks of wild embers shower over him trailing behind torrent pillars of flame all beneath sky as he flies through the air held aloft in red silks suspended by Raishal casting a fly spell. I am there anytime watching the entire thing, like sitting on the ground, incredibly unladylike, uh, crisscross applesauce, just wide-eyed. Seisha's probably sitting right next to you. <laughs> this is amazing. This is so cool. This is so hot. I wish I could do that. Oh, I could teach you how to do some of it, but I'm nowhere near that sexy. That is sexy. That is really sexy. Yeah. Wow. And uh, anytime you see him like flip the glaive and he catches your eye, he gives you a wink as he com continues spinning. Uh, both of you. Um, and Harold. Good. And Voss. Anyone really. <laughs> uh, but for those of you who were there, you actually recognize this dancer uh, from the carnival, uh, as well as his halfling companion, uh, who is, his name is uh, the Dancing Scorpion and Cass, the Castless Magician. Uh, most of you are enamored by the halfling's magical ability to simply, simply make things disappear and teleport within a small area around him without the need of verbal incantations or somatic movements. Uh, those of you with quick, keen eyes notice he is almost imperceptibly good at sleight of hand to the point of it seeming magical, with capa uh, with cap which captivates all of the children who are about his size. Um, all of the alley, minus Trench, because he's busy, is there, celebrating your victory and even joining in on the festivities. Um, one thing that you notice is that no one's dressed down, but no one is near the immaculate level that you all are. They don't want to overshadow you. They all seem to be <clears throat> to have taken the day off, happily suspending work to once again celebrate your group and your hard work that brought life back to the alley and hope to the city. Throughout the day, you are visited by many people that have aided you in your endeavor along the way. You see Mert. Jarlaxel once again, but under the guise of Eristian de Marnay, which is the one that he wore at the Castle Gala. <clears throat> Narl, Davil, Gariel, her first mate, Arrakis, Istrid, Zaraj, 
or so, even Elvandria for a short period of time. You also are visited by Elena, Maloon, Reddard, Kaiservex, Petunia, and even Thalithar. And eventually, wandering in, you see Renair come in with a large smile upon his face. And behind him is a roguish-looking man. Jeff, would you please describe who and what they see? This roguishly-looking man looks kind of normal. Everything about him, his clothing, seems kind of middle of the road. It's dressed up, but doesn't overshadow anybody around him. His facial hair... It seems kind of eh, normal for the the time. It's just in vogue. That's what he's got. You think if you didn't look at him, you would probably immediately forget he was even in the room. But because he's next to your friend, you kind of keep looking at him because obviously he's oh, if he's a friend of Renair. He's got to be somebody important. But maybe not. I don't know. It's very strange. He's just wearing greens and browns, things that just kind of mix in. They're nice, of course, but not great. But he does have a rapier, and you see kind of pumping up from his nice little cloak. Maybe a buckler kind of sticks around his back, but for the most part, he's just kind of there. And he's looking around. Ooh. Um, is, is he human, or? Yeah, he looks human. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Maybe? I don't, wait, is he? I don't know, his features sometimes you're like, wait, well, he could, I, hmm, that's very strange-ish. Yeah. <laughs> he, he's human, he's human, he's human. Maybe. Well, may, um, but then there's the, mm. Right, cheekbones are a little, a little. <laughs> got a definition, a, there's a lot right. of definition. But, but the facial hair, so he's half. But anyway, so that's kind of where everybody, when you look at him, it's just kind of. He's very odd. nondescript. Yeah. I like the idea that Fala and Vinley have been dancing, like traditional elven style dances. And Vinley goes to do a more dramatic twirl, like she she's known to do in dancing, to let the dress kind of flare out. She twirls and falls like right up against him and is like, I'm so sorry. I didn't. I didn't oh. see you there. Don't worry. It happens all the time. She just okay, nice, when... nice dance. Renair, Thank welcome. You. Who's your friend? You're muted. You're muted. Oh, sorry. Renair goes up to V. What were you saying, V? <laughs> so V sees that uh, Renair showed up, and so she gets really excited and like basically like runs to him and like pounces on him and is just like you came you came oh my god i didn't know you actually didn't come oh my god i'm really worried i was just like oh my god what the, like it'd be great if he comes but i don't understand that i didn't know how long it was gonna take you and i didn't know and it was fine but i'm just happy you're here hi <laughs> he's like he's like oh hello darling yes oh oh my god i'm so you sorry who's your friend and he like let him go and he's like Ah, uh, uh, allow me to introduce. This is Liam Gray. Hi, Liam. Liam, I'm... this is V. Veterock, uh, mm -hmm. as I have told you. Ah, uh, yes, just as you described. So that would mean, and he starts looking around, and he goes, yes, there, 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 there. Got it. And when he looks back, 
He seems as you as this conversation goes on, he seems to be studying you. Just not in an impro inappropriate way, but just kind of intently looking and getting to know you. She gives I'd... you finger guns. Ah, he gives them back to you in the exact same way you did. Cool. Like hey, looking in hey, a mirror. Near it. Oh my gosh, you need to see Binley's dress. She almost didn't wear it. I had to beg her to put it on. But the jewelry bits are her idea, and I think those are really pretty. And this is, and he's like looking around the tavern like he stepped into a completely different world. He's like, I can't believe that this is even the tavern. Like, this is, wow. I'm blown away. Was that Mike Arcane Romance I passed outside? Like, it was. They owed me a favor. I, all right. It was a mishap, but I was 15. It's a whole thing. I, I will have to ask you about that later. Um, but this place is, is, this is wonderful. And yeah, this is a celebration. I'm yeah, so happy you're here, here to see it. Oh my gosh. It's just been so long since I've been able to plan a party. It's just so much fun. I forgot how much fun it is. I miss it. And to have a budget? Oh my god. <laughs> I thought you were saying, uh, Voss? Insight to check Liam's intentions. All right, make an insight check. Uh, Sasha heard his name. She just kind of faded back into the crowd. Nine. And she's going to kind of watch him from okay. afar. Okay. Nine. Hard to read. Yeah. Like, it's weird because I'd say it is a an amalgamation of, like, different tells and emotions that you're picking up from him. But, but you're also used to not really parties, but you've seen people kind of take on mannerisms of other people to make themselves more comfortable in a social gathering. So maybe that's it? Yep. Okay. I will draw conclusions, but until Liam becomes an immediate threat. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's impossible to miss the um, the scene that V and Renair make and so Orkira is going to pull her, herself away from Mert where she's been trying to learn all of the dirty words the song that she wanted to learn it's gonna be like, I'll, I'll be right back I think a friend of a friend just arrived but I, I'm gonna hear that next verse uh, uh, yeah I'll... and that's the best one we are walking away now all right okay I see you just well, hurt Mert you hurt Mert let that sink in and walk away I'm gonna walk away and I'm gonna refill your drink what were you drinking <laughs> Uh, I was actually having um, uh, the white. It is W I G H T or yeah, no? yep, that one. That one. Okay, that's yep. all right. You and stuff. Uh, yeah, and I will. I will be back with one of those. Yep. <laughs> she'll leave, and she'll she'll go to the bar and get him one of those drinks. But she will do a a side trip to uh, see V and Renair and hi. Uh, glad you're back. Glad to be back. Um, Okira, allow me to introduce um, my good friend, Liam Gray. Uh, Liam, this is Orkira. Uh, she uh, just recently um, made her way into the accompaniment of the BFGs. Hi. Hello. Uh, yes, I'm not familiar with you. I hope to get to know you much better over the evening. Okay, well, if you have any questions, I've been back in the corner with Mert. He's been teaching me all the dirty lyrics. Fantastic. What, to which song? Um, all of them. That, those are all the best ones. 
all he of them. He seems to know all of them. No one ever wants to tell me all the dirty words. And so he, he, but I just keep feeding him drinks and he keeps teaching me all the dirty ones and it's the <sighs> best. I had a friend, a bard friend who loved a good dirty limerick. Uh, right? I miss like, him. Harold always wanted to like, uh, make it nice, which was kind of fun because he's really good at, you know, he, he, singing and coming up with words on the fly. But I, I wanted to hear the really dirty ones. Interesting. It seems like if what I've heard about and read that should not... Never mind. Yes, well, maybe one day he'll teach you the dirty ones. If we well, ask I, nicely. I, I gotta go get a drink from her. It's nice to meet you. Uh, Renair, bye! And bye, -bye. I He shoots you the finger, the, the V finger guns. The finger guns? The finger oh guns. <laughs> She will she will look at you and be very confused and then mimic it in the way of someone doing it because she thinks that she's supposed to but has no idea. It's just a snapping gun. They're just shooting at each other in the middle of the She tries to teach again. her. You just it's like a one one fluid motion. And every time she does that, a spark comes off of her her claws. And she's really cool. in the room among the crowd. There's this shriek. Dick! What did you just say? He's a dick. He's one of the dicks. Remember the dicks, the adventuring group that I was like obsessed with. Um, oh yeah, and how unfortunate it was, was that you're part of a group named Dick. You're, you're uh, Liam Gray. Oh my God! I've heard so much about you, actually. Uh, <laughs> Mert, is that this actually a, a version stuck? of Dick that I don't know about? Well, no, there's there was a group called the Dicks, and I used to stay up reading about them all night long. Like I had every Dick book there was, and and uh, I was so excited about them. And I got to meet a couple of them. Actually, you were there, Kira. I had a dream where I met a bunch of the Dicks, and you were there, and we fought some elementals. Whoa, 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 whoa. You're, oh you're, yeah! Wait, you had that dream too. What do you mean too? Well, you were just talking about that dream. I, I, I okay. We're that... gonna have to. We're gonna have to discuss this. But yeah. Dick, what does Dick stand for again? Please remind uh. me for the rest of us. For the rest of the class, we would all love to know. Demonic Inquisitorial. Don't ask me to remember it. I uh. disagreed with it. I told Bill Rick it was the dumbest name ever. But he could, he originally wanted, we all wanted to be, or he wanted us to be Bill Rick's something menagerie, but that egotistical narcissist, I wasn't going to let him have it. No! And then oh. I tried to do something a little bit more, a little bit more class, a little bit more grandiose for what we were. And no, that got vetoed, and dicks it was. I got outvoted, so now I'm a dick. Well, no one remembers what it stands for other than... It stands for, it stands for demonic... Incursion. Nope. Imperator. Imperator. <laughs> contamination. Uh, contamination killing squad. It's, Syndicate. It stands Syndicate. for... Syndicate. I'll tell you what it stands for. It's another name for Bilric. That's what it is. Okay. That actually checks out from... from hey, he but you know what was great? You know what was great? Oh, he would... He had so much fun, and he would get to a point where whatever we were fighting was almost dead, and I took the last kill every time! I love to rub his little face in it. I know it was so good. Like oh. every time you went off on him in the stories, just the, <laughs> it was so good. That was uh, actually my favorite. Uh, oh, here's my favorite. Here's my favorite. We got stuck in a room, right? And there's these 
floating orbs all around us. And the only way out was a single door with a keyhole. And we had no idea how to get out of it. And they're like, well, we got to smash all the orbs. And I was like, guys, if I'm going to build a trap room, I'm going to put the dumb key at this orb right here in front of the door. They're like, no, that's dumb. And so Bilric, being the smart genius that he is, goes and starts smashing all the dumb orbs, unreleasing countless monsters. And finally, I just smash the one in the front, out falls the key, and I went, there, see, key. That's odd. From the stories I've read, I heard Bilric was the one who had that idea. <laughs> I read all about that, and that was one of my favorite stories. Uh, you know, I've heard of Bilric, but I actually haven't heard of the rest of the group now that I think about it. Didn't I? Was oh, Bilric that bard I met? If you want to borrow some of the books, I still have them. Like, out of I'm place. always interested in an entire story about dicks. Was Bilric so... that bard we fought in the arena? No. Oh, yeah, just making sure. Harold no, I met like... him in a dream that apparently Orkira had. You had that dream too? Yeah, with the big elementals and the, yeah. The, and then the... we had a picnic? Yeah. And then there was more fighting because they were all upset because the guy that was summoning all of the elementals tried to summon the phoenix. And I'm like, well, right. you can, but uh, that's my god and they're not gonna listen to you. And and then there was a giant turtle and uh, there was a the guy with the flying carpet. That was, that was I like the flying carpet. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, the flying carpet was really cool. And he was nice. Yeah. He saved me when I was falling. Yeah. We, we should talk about that dream at some point. Yeah. Were you in the dream too? No, he wasn't in the dream. Oh, okay. Well, uh, <laughs> which dick was I'd in like the to dream? Dedicate this next song to oh. Billrick. It's called Billrick's a Dick. Here we go. <laughs> <Hey>! <laughs> to make our new friend feel welcome, I make up a song on the spot called Billrick's a Dick. Amazing. Go ahead and make me a performance check. Sure. <laughs> um, V kind of whispers to Rainier, "Hey, honey, um." 20, dirty are the 20. dicks actually just like, uh, are they also just like, uh, are they all dicks or just a group of dicks? Oh, I wasn't a dick. I, mean, I don't claim to be a dick. Oh, I didn't mean to say that loudly. Oh, uh, oh no, you're no. one of the biggest dicks. Liam heard you. There are mechanical reasons why. Yeah. Okay, cool, cool, cool. <laughs> I, I, then I'm surprised. I'm like, oh, um, yeah. Okay, I'm so. Um, I hope Rainier's like, I mean, from what I understand, they, um, I mean, for the name to stick, I just feel like there's got to be something to it. I mean, it's yes. more the anachronym. I don't know. I'm a venturing company. It was, it was basically, they ca he came up with the name trying to get them to settle back on Billrick's something menagerie. And instead, they decided to spite him and were like, yeah, we're the dicks now. I'd, mm, listen, Dizrian, I'm going to find you. Woo! Okay. All right. All right, I'm sorry. Hello. No, Welcome. It, My name's Liam Gray. It's great to be here. I am not a like, dick. Would you like a drink? Yes. Oh, if you're going to get me a drink, here's what I need you to do. I didn't say I was getting you a drink. I just asked if you oh. wanted one. Uh, and, and you see a, a gnome, uh, an older gnome female will come up um, and she'll kind of go, Welcome. Uh, I can happily get you a drink. My name is Kara. If there's anything you need, I'm happy to get it for you. What is it that I can do for you, Mr. Liam Gray, not a dick? Yes, thank you very much. So what I need you to do is I need you to bring me two ales. When you see me done with the first one, I need you to bring me three bottles of wine. 
When you see me done with the second ale, go ahead and bring more two more ales, regardless of where the wine level is at. Um, do you have a pastry menu of some kind? Not tonight. It's no pastries. But a there buffet. is a cake. Oh, well, you guys won't give me the whole cake, so I'll take that level there. Thank you very much. That's interesting. Uh, there was somebody I knew that ordered like that, but they just wanted a bourbon, a scotch, and a beer. Oh, no, we're... This is a party. I got to keep going. Um, That's only three things. <laughs> so That's you'll true. you'll you'll see uh, on the ale menu. There's actually three specials for the night, uh, all made by cellar dweller Halfling, Halfling Brewery. Uh, that there's the white, the shadow stout, and the banshee brew. Is it <clears throat> the white is a white wheat? Uh, the shadow stout is a milk stout, and the banshee brew is a sour and tart fruity beer. Uh, the wines are the House Czar, which is famous. Er, popular in Waterdeep. And then there's a very nice wine that is unmarked and anytime it gets brought out, it looks sea damaged. Uh, not not as in like seawater got in it, just the bottle. The bottle itself. has been underwater. Uh, but you are told it's aged 1200 years. Um, the liquor drink of the day is called the burning worm. Is a fire cinnamon whiskey over spiced tequila with a worm at the bottom, all topped with a grain alcohol and lit on fire. Oh, I'm drinking and a lot the, of those. Me the too. <laughs> the food uh, is uh, dragon skirt steak, sweet heat fajitas, fire breath bulgogi tacos, and cinder ceviche nachos made with wonton chips. Are there any foods that don't include dragon meat? Nope. But like, there's the sweet. Oh there's yeah, the cookies. The cookies don't have dragon meat yeah. in them. Yeah, yeah, or yeah. Or yeah. is drinking cake, no. a lot of burning worm and does, eating yeah. a lot of cake. Yeah, I'm also yeah I was gonna say if Orkira asks this. Oh, sorry, ahead. if Orkira ever asks this, Liam does reach into a pouch and like holds out some pastries that he brought oh. with him. Hey, oh, what kind of pastries you got? Oh, here we are. <clears throat> we have pikelets here. We have this wonderful uh, little. Uh, doughy bread with uh, cream cheese in the middle. Mm, nice little uh, frosting on top. Uh, don't worry, my pockets are lined in such a way that you won't get anything else on them. You'll just get the pastry. If you want anything else, come to me. Uh, yeah, no, absolutely. I'll take one of those. Uh, would you like a marshmallow? And Orkira will reach into uh, her pocket because she doesn't have her bag on her, but she does carry the little bag of marshmallows and we'll open it up and would you like a couple? The first few are going to be a little stale. You see, he's very uh, particular about only choosing a couple. Like he's withholding, picking out more. Yes, like couple, couple. Yes, couple. If you want more, let me know. Couple. It'll make some more. I'm going to talk to you about this later. Okay. It makes them. Yeah, I got it for uh, real cheap because it's supposed to make them when you reach in, but it just makes them whenever there's uh, room in the bag. And so that's why they're always a little stale. But but yeah, that's marshmallows. Yeah. I'll, I'll take the pastry that's got the, the stuff on the top. Are you sure that's not lint? I can go ask yeah, Finley to clean it off. That's fine. You're good. I promise. And she will take it and just stuff the whole thing in her mouth because it's not the cookies or the, the dragon meat. So she's excited. Uh we are going to be fast friends, you and I. Well, we just exchanged treats, so I think we're already at least friends. All right. Liam. Yes. Um, um, 
Can I call you Liam? Is that okay? Absolutely. Okay. Um, Seisha, by the way. <laughs> um, but I'm I guessing know. you probably knew that. Yeah. Because we have been apprenticed to the same individual. Uh, yeah, in a manner of speaking, yes. Oh, he's a, another apprentice. So, tell me about him. Uh, what do you want to know? How long was he a detective? And why does oh, he hate it so much? Oh, these are very personal stories. Um, I'm a, I'm a lore seeker. It's what I do. You can tell me that that's too personal and you won't tell I'm, me. Listen. Um, that's an acceptable answer. No, no, it, it's just... I, too, like to seek the truth, and I understand your uh, your desire. Um, Seth, long time. Um, we knew each other when he was on the force. Um, he actually taught me quite a bit until we've parted ways, and I've gone off to do my thing, and he's gone off to do his thing. Mm -hmm. um, listen, um, there was an unfortunate death that he feels responsible for. And I think that kind of threw off his game. Um, I, I kind of got the feeling that was you, in the you, Do you know Pharrell? Does that name ring a bell? Pharrell? Yes. It, it, Dunblade. It oh. Sounds familiar, yeah. Is that the little short fat one? No, uh, that's Blastwind. I bet he does. Well, see, when, when Saith was... Um, Going through the the dead mask, uh, death mask murders. Um, his protege. You know what? You know what? Pause for a second. We'll talk about this later. Maybe in a giant crowd is not the right place for it. That's what I was wondering. But he's kind of quiet about it, so probably not in front of a big group of people. Very well. You want to dance? Absolutely. <laughs> And Seisha will will go out to the dance floor with him. Uh, and while Seisha does that, Vinley is a going... terrible dancer, by the way. She steps on your feet a lot. <laughs> Vinley is going uh... to pull Gariel into her circle with Fala and do a triple elven dance and just talk to her a little bit and get to know more about her and try to make friends with her. Because it seems Seisha's rather attached. Uh, she mimic it. She mimics it perfectly. Why do y'all keep making me like this woman? <laughs> <laughs> She's the best. <clears throat> I, uh... Uh, and so as she's dancing, she goes, "I gotta say, I'm mighty proud of you all for surviving your first dragon fight. And from what everyone's saying, it's not anything. It wasn't anything young." That and uh, she'll kind of uh, motion back towards where Davil is. Kind of, uh, you see, like uh, Arrakis. Sorry, uh, Arrakis over there. Uh, the last fight, the last dragon we fought was a few years ago. Not as large as the red you face. The terror of the Kalum Desert, named Nestris, went on some tirade about how she was cursed by the Weave and Mortal's folly and wanted it to exact revenge or some revenge or some such. Nearly lost the chained mermaid in that fight, and my first mate. I actually remember that dragon. 
I heard stories of her. I didn't know it was y'all that took her down. It's how we got those wonderful scars. It's how he got those wonderful scars that look like lightning that struck him. Oh. But he got his revenge and we got a skewered dragon. It always works out like that, I guess. I've heard talks among the druids back when I was still on an island that dragons are becoming an endangered species. I don't know the answer to that. It's plausible, but again, not really my foray of expertise, if you will. Just an interesting information I thought to share. I, you know I do love information. <laughs> and then she just, that little facial expression, and she's like, Oh yeah, I forgot who I was talking to. And then she's <laughs> dancing. <laughs> uh, at some uh, point at some point of the night I'll pay my respects to Gnarl and Jarlaxle. I you know, like I, I feel like Harold has the closest connection to Gnarl, so I'll, you know, just you know, go by, be like, Hey, glad we both made it, you know, good good job down there, et cetera, et cetera. And then uh, I will pay my respects to Jarlaxel because, you know, if he's going to take the time to come out here, well, damn. Uh, yeah, at, at some point, he actually goes up and monologues and does, like, a one-act play. Oh, awesome. Uh, as as uh, Aristian. Uh, and it is it is popish. It is just... It's over the top. It it's great. The, yeah, it borders on the line of, like, overacting, but kind of in a hysterical way, but also enthralling. It's very strange. Yep. But, yeah, he, Mr. Hamilton, it is an, an absolute pleasure to see you once again. Uh, I do hope that you will be back to the theater to see our newest play. Oh, of course. I can't keep away. It's always fantastic. I wish I had more time to perform myself. Maybe we'll have something to perform uh, together here soon. Yes. You know, and speaking of performing, it looks like someone's taking your job. And he points over and you can see the golden-haired sun elf with the lute as Dabble plays a song that he makes up on the spot. It's a catchy song about walking through fire. And it's called The Devil's Ire. Um, and as uh, he continues on, and everybody seems kind of entranced with it. And it is a... It's a very, as I said, very catchy tune, but also has a slight sinister note to it. I stopped dancing. <laughs> as soon as he starts playing, I'm like, wow, my back hurts anyway. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I'm sure it's amazing, too. I'm sure he's an incredible bard, right? Oh, yeah. He's he's pretty good at being a bard. Hell, yeah. So Harold will nod and be like, okay, that's... He's pretty damn good. I gotta admit it. All right, I'll admit it, but I'm only admitting it to you, so don't tell anybody. <laughs> um, if there's anybody anybody wants to talk to um, of anybody that's there throughout the day, just let us know and we can uh, have that. Uh, you definitely see uh, throughout the day just about everyone that you know come through. Um, <clears throat> Where's Voss during a lot of this? In the back watching. He's not really doing a lot. Okay. Voss, is there anybody that you would want to talk to? Um it's all it's all conversations that don't really deal with like the party. It's all 
That's I'm, like, fine. That's okay. Plotting stuff. Yeah. <clears throat> all right. That's fine. Yeah. Well, at one point, Sasha's dancing and twirling, and all of a sudden, Liam's just gone. And after a little while, this Liam comes up next to Voss. Hmm. How do you, uh, I like this vantage point. It's a good one. I like the way you think. Mr. Uh, Liam, what was it again? Gray. Gray. I understand you recently came back from a trip with Renair, correct? I did. What were you doing, if you don't mind my asking? That is uh, between me and Renair for now. But trust me, it's all for the good. You're a very difficult man to read. That's uh, part of my training. Really? Yes. We in our uh, particular group, right, we don't always like to let people know who we are, correct? Correct. Boss seems a little unnerved by that comment. Ah, <laughs> uh, well, I hope the uh, the music plays well for you. You as well. Yes. If there's anything I can do to help you, let me know. Uh, between you, Harold, and V, I think we all have things in common certain allies that uh, I would like to be counted among them. Understood. I read you loud and clear. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Good. I just, I saw you. I, you have nothing to fear from me. I can promise you that. Forgive me. It's old instinct. There's nothing to forgive. I would do the same. Well, in that case... There may be something. Hmm. I'm trying to pursue every avenue on a certain lead. It's a vague concept, and I'd like to spread a wider net. Recently played a private detective to figure something out for me. Oh, you paid the wrong person. You didn't hire me. Is that right? Yes. Next time, what? don't pay. Look within your own uh, friend group. What can I help you with? The man is nondescript. What I'm looking for is the creature he keeps with him. And I described to him the imp that I see. That was described to me by um, Elithid. Hmm. Alpha lead. Alpha sorry. Can I make some kind of check to know what he's talking about? Uh, you know from his description instantly that it is a, a small fiend known as an imp. Um, yeah, I, I'd say uh, due to your past dealings, you are quite familiar with fiends. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yes. On a personal level, to be. Uh, I think this is uh, more. It, it's more. It's more uh, devil and, and not demon, but still <clears throat> fiend. Uh, there yeah. might be other reasons why you are uh, akin to imps and closets and things like that um, why you may know about them sure hmm. are you looking for the creature or the man both the creature is the only thing that's distinct about the man the man himself though is a slaver of some renown 
<laughs> you could understand. Oh, you wouldn't even have to have paid me if you just led with that. Don't bury the lead on something I can stop like that. Very well. Um, hmm. That is very little to go on. Anything else? Only I'm working on secondhand information, unfortunately. Hmm. Only that they work for the organization known as the Reforged Ring. Reforged Ring. He seems to mull that over, says it like three or four times. Reforged Ring. Very well. I will look into the Reforged Ring and see what I can come up with and get back to you on that. Thank you. Most appreciated. Any time to help a fellow. Of course. Well, could I interest you in a pastry? Pulls a pastry out of his pocket. Just out of his pocket? Yeah. I examine the pastry. Does it look serviceable, or does it look like it's been in a man's pocket? <laughs> I mean... It looks sir it looks serviceable for having been in a man's pocket. <laughs> it's edible. I will take the pastry. I will put it in my pocket, and that is where it will stay. Okay. You put it in your pocket and he goes, That Oh, why would you do that? And he walks away. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and um Liam, as you're walking away, uh your eye, your um, at the corner of your eye, you kind of catch a glimpse of uh, a uh, human man, um, slightly heavier set, a little bit older, uh, wearing a chef's jacket and a chef's hat, uh, re um, laying out some of the the meat on, right. on the table. Um, <clears throat> as uh, as he kind of smiles and. Like seems like in his in his zone as, mm -hmm. as he's very like he sets it out and he like it's even like for buffet style he sets it in a more like artistic display manner everything's plated yep sure <clears throat> uh, before he uh, turns and then makes his way back behind the bar and then through the double doors that lead into the kitchen what in particular was it just how would you what what would you say the feeling I got was just a, a um, caught my eye or Hmm. He, uh, just from your passive insight, because it's ridiculous, uh, very jovial. Um, right. like, like Dustin said, completely in his element. Um, as he is happy to be doing this. Huh. Okay. Block that away. Hmm. Uh, and then. Goes back to the dance floor, or wherever Seisha is. He returns. Uh, by this point, she is dancing with Gariel. She kind of spins out and then comes spinning back, <laughs> and like both of you are there. She's just like, "Ah, oh, <laughs> you're very sneaky." Yes, that was impressive. Thank you. Oh, I'm sorry, Liam. Meet Gariel. Gariel, Liam. <laughs> and you can see as she she nods. A pleasure, dear. And yes. as she eyes you up, much like you would most likely <laughs> do the same, like you both do the same, like <laughs> sizing each other up. Yep. Very well. You uh, you know when people are reading other people, and she yeah. has been doing that the entire time she's here. Yep. Oh, oh good. 
then it's then it's definitely a, a more of a knowing like nod. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, eh. mm-hmm. uh, could I steal Seisho away just for a moment? Uh, I guess. Only if you. Pro- she looks at you. Only if you promise to go home with me tonight. I can do that. Oh. And I thought you were talking to me. I was <laughs> confused. <laughs> uh, and. Uh, <laughs> and she looks and she goes, oh, you should count yourself so lucky. You're not going home with me tonight. <laughs> and she then turns back and kisses Seisha on the cheek. Uh, and then you see her saunter her way off. Best. Uh, Seisha, would, would you mind? I would like a quick, quiet conversation with you, if you don't mind. Uh, sure, we can run upstairs. Your partner's going to be or... okay with that. Oh, yeah, they'll be fine. Okay, I don't want anything to look... Out of the ordinary. Oh no, it's fine. She already knows you. Oh, very well. Wait. Sasha <laughs> <laughs> so will head towards That's the door and she'll try to catch somebody's eye. You catch mine. Okay, and she just uh, butterflies silently starts <laughs> following them out. <laughs> okay, got it. Got it. Minley's face doesn't change. Yeah, and, and I would say as you head up, you pass by and you can see uh, V and Renee dancing. Um, Renair's actually a fairly good dancer, um, uh, but you can see he's like trying to, with the, the height difference, um, but he is making up, like he doesn't seem to be hindered by it at all. Like there's no misstep or anything as, as he twirls you um, and, uh, and, and, you know, gives you a flourish and all of that as you dance around the dance floor. Excellent. <laughs> You're so cute. <clears throat> Uh, all right, uh, Liam and Seisha. Uh, Liam, you are led um, kind of out the, the front porch of the tavern and around the side, and you see a, a set of wooden stairs that lead up uh, and then to a door, and it opens up into a, a, a common room, a sitting room. Uh, there's a, a, a coffee table uh, and uh, a couple of couches sitting here. Uh, there are a couple doors that lead off from this room. Okay. Um, he just points to, to say she'll let her lead the way wherever she'll lead him up to the the common room and um, go and sit on one end of the sofa and just kind of gesture to the other end and look at him okay <laughs> uh finds a, a, a comfortable place it says um i would like to answer your questions from earlier but um first i have some of my own it's about your cook. Mm-hmm. What can you tell me about your cook? What do you know of them? Um, they're an exceptional cook. They came to us when we bought Trollskull Manor, and um, they've been with us ever since. Um, they are probably one of the hardest working employees we have. They're they're practically family. What all do you know about your cook? Well, I mean, they're practically family, so a lot. Why? I'm trying to ascertain, do you know the full nature of your cook? Yes. Do you understand what that full nature really is? I understand you may think this is family, that this is um, a a good person. I want to warn you. There is nothing good 
of these type of people. Us? What? What do you mean? A very personal history with these type of people. But not with Javier. <laughs> you think that matters? I think. Oh, they—they they can be friends. That's the point. They can they ingratiate themselves into your lives with a wink and a nod, but if anything that can read your mind, you think it truly has your best intentions at heart? I have no Careful reason there. to think otherwise. I understand. It's 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 what not what easy to hear. So terrified almost or angry combination of the two i have a history i have seen how these things play out time and time again they look like friends nothing could go wrong here we know each other so well well of course they know you they know what's inside your mind they can tell you what you want to hear well, to be you fair, can... that's true of a lot of people. <sighs> Not when they have this kind of nature. I Obviously, I can't fully persuade you. I see the truth here that you have a long history yourself. And all I can say is, be careful. Be wary. Seek the truth. Do not be blinded by the words and always keep your ear out. Yes? Sure. I think that's reasonable. Trust, but be vigilant. Yes, especially with their kind. I... I do not I... say this lightly. I do not say this... I know, but judging an entire people based on an interaction with a few doesn't seem fair to me. I just have been in your position before, is all I can say. Bye. Word of warning. I will treat them with the same skepticism I treat everyone. I like that answer. Good. Skepticism. Now, to your questions yes. from earlier. Uh, as we had left it off, the you were familiar with the death mask murders. So. Yes, yes, I actually got to read over his notes. Yes, so, some time ago. Uh, his last protege, Pharrell, passed away during that time. And ever since, he blames himself, so therefore finds it very difficult to take on anyone new. Oh. Um, that makes so, so much sense. Yes. And I... Oh, sense. Yes. Um, take that information of what you will. I, I believe, from what I know of you, you will use it in good faith. I don't believe you'll use it in any way to harm him. No, not at all. He's... He's teaching me so much. Good, good. I actually wanted to become a detective, and he talked me out of it. He told me about how you can't leave the city, and... It's a thankless job, and... I've left the city. You don't want to leave the city. Believe me, being here 
being a detective, being an investigator, far more exciting than the Underdark. <laughs> oh, no, we're not going to go to the Underdark. Well, we might end up in the Underdark. I don't oh, know. We're going to go into caves. Eventually. Well, uh, just my advice, stay in the city. It's where all the good food is. It's where all the good drink is. It's where all the most excitement is. Stay here. So what are you doing now? Well, currently, a uh, couple of things. I have uh, agreed to your friend Renair to uh, help you out as any way I can. Really? Yes, which is why if you want to be an investigator, uh, I would love to talk to you. Uh, your friend Harold, I believe, I also would like to talk to at some point. Okay. Um, but, yeah, anything I can do to help. I, I would love that. Yeah. Um, you were with Renair somewhere? Well, I, I came with him today. Oh, okay. Well, he said Look, that he was going somewhere with his friend, so I just assumed it was you. Possibly. <laughs> yes, I. We've been looking a bit. At least I have been looking into a bit more of these uh, these copycat murders. The, oh yes. The stuff of the chameleon and all that. Uh, now, as I understand it, the copycat has been caught, but. Yep. Mm, yeah. Mm, no. That seemed too too easy, doesn't it? It does. It really does. I broke the code, and I gave it. I gave it to Master Cromley, and the next thing I knew, he said they caught him. And I wanted to talk to him because there's a lot going on there. I think mm. these murders are actually a ritual doing something. And so I wanted to talk to him. And she said that um, um, that I couldn't for at least like a month. Interesting. There's definitely some kind of connection back to uh, the Unseen and the Death Mask murders some time ago. We, we yeah. definitely see that connection there. Um, thus the copycat. Right. But I, to me, if I were to put my money on it, um, wait, sorry, I've got, I have a lot of things that I've gotten crisscrossed. The ritual is not a part of the unseen. My apologies. Oh no, that's fine. Um, <laughs> I investigate a lot of things throughout the city. I've got to do some reforged ring for your for your friend. That's gonna add another thing. I need to start charging. You, At any rate, wait, I'm I'm sorry. You know about that? I know a lot of... I have my ways of figuring things out. Wow, you are good. Yes, I am an Can investigator. Can you teach me too? Very well. Really? Uh, why not? The more the merrier. Um, but no, I, um, I would like to look more into this copycat killer and what, what's happening. I would um, too. Yes. Because while it's great, we have someone captured. The next step is to see, obviously, if the murders actually stop. <laughs> right? Here's the thing. Mm -hmm. If I could get to the person and talk to them, I'd be able to tell you whether or not they're the actual killer. Because there's... There's something going on. And Ooh. it's a whole big thing. But to shorten it down... Um, I think these murders are being carried out in a manner to awaken or summon something called the Harbinger. Oh, good. More summoning things. Yeah. I guess they need a six angel wings and a... Sorry, that's another thing. At any rate, 
no, no, go back to that. What? That no, don't listen to that. That's com- that's something else. No, that's that's really important. What? No, oh god. It's a bit it's it's another time. It's a it's a Dick's story. I'll tell you about it then. Oh, okay. Yes, it's it was a long time ago. I'm sorry it's, I said anything. It's just the, the angel wings is is a thing. Because, you know, oh, the yeah. way the bodies were mutilated. Oh, yes. Right, 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 right. With the yeah. uh, the opening, yes. And then yeah. the, the code. The pages. Right. Was, and then they had the uh, code, the riddle carved into them. Correct. Right. Yes. Um, do you and know I, what that, do you have one of those riddles on you? Oh, yes. Um, one moment. Hang on. Let's see. She's going to pull out. Her note, a notebook that was tucked away in the back of her pants under her corset. Let me see. Um, I think I've got it in this one. If not, it's in the one upstairs. Deadwave Mistress Umberly. Here we go. Fear me, for I can turn. No, that's that's the last ones. Um, the the copycat one. We are ever present, watching you in every second of every minute of every 10 day till the end of every season. But you'll never see us today, tomorrow, or in years to come. Hmm. Do you want to know the answer? Sure. The letter N. How did you come about that? Because the letter N, or we are ever present, watching you in every second, there's an N in second, of every minute, there's an N in minute, of every 10 day. There's an N in 10 till the end of every season. So at the end of the word season is the clue. Interesting. And then you'll never see us today, tomorrow, or in years to come. None of those have an N in them. Interesting. I'll remember this. Thank you very much. That's the formula he uses. Good. At least he has to this point. Good. If he figures out that it's been broken, he may switch it up. Seems like. Or she. Or they. Or they. Um, good. All right. Well, listen, I will let you know that Saith has obviously your best intentions at heart. And so do I. Any friends of Saith, Renair's, friends of mine, and I will do whatever I can to help you on your journey. That's wonderful. Would, Thank you. And if we can welcome. do anything, let us know. You all done so much already. Well, um, it's kept us busy, that's for sure. Yes. And I'm, and I'm sorry, I truly am sorry for my outburst. You must understand that there's a history there that I don't want to see repeated. I can tell something horrible, something monumental happened. Hmm. And like I said, I'll be skept- as skeptical as I am with anyone else. And just... Be empty of mind as much as you can when around him. Yes? Oh, that's easy. Oh, good. I think about songs a lot. <laughs> Very well. Good. Keep that up. Now, shall we back to the party? I'm sure yes! everyone is worried about where we are. He turns to the butterfly and goes, Hello, little butterfly. And starts... <laughs> yes, very cute. Sasha will take him back downstairs and head back into the party. Butterfly follows, comes to my hand and perches on 
on my finger and I just put it up to my ear. Like I like I'm listening to what they were just saying. <laughs> <clears throat> Could have just asked. Dude. <laughs> Amongst the crowd throughout the day, there are a few new faces that stand out. Uh, as all of the festivities and celebrations, and especially the fire, is very hard to miss. At one point, the North Ward Watch stops by to make sure everything is okay, but Mert steps in and clears it all before anything becomes a problem. However, sitting at the counter, drinking tankard after tankard is a short, stout, deep, uh, tan dwarf. Their white hair is short, curly, and messy, juxtaposed to the long, mustacheless beard he has accentuated by the pink salmon braid that falls at the center. They seem nervous as they keep checking over a strange device that looks similar to a pyramid-shaped music box that chimes a haunting tune every time they bring it out. Sitting next to them looks to be another dwarf, covered head to toe in mechanical whirring full plate. Across their back extends two soft arcing Tesla coils attached to a metallic backpack covered in gauges, switches, and valves. Connecting to the backpack by a few bundled thick wires and tubes is a strange metallic weapon, similar to the latent pistol, only bigger and covered in copper loops and illuminating glass bulbs. You notice the unarmored dwarf look around anxiously as they talk to one another. As they do, you notice that the left side of their face is covered by a mechanical prosthetic eye that hides a dark necrotic scar that peeks out just around the edges. Most of the crowd actively avoids them as the unarmored dwarf seems to not move, not eat, not drink, or even speak the entire time as the unarmored dwarf continues to drink and carry on conversations, answering, asking, and responding to the other as if it were replying. You do not notice the white and salmon pink bearded dwarf has. Um, you, you do, do notice. You, yeah, you do notice. Sorry, that the white and salmon pink bearded dwarf has a hand covered in multiple dwarven rings. I want to position myself. I, I get Gariel. I need you to do me a favor. Of course, darling. I need you to sit across from me and just pretend like we're having a conversation. Easy. Thanks. And she's going to go sit so that she can see the dwarf who's doing all the talking, and I want to read his lips. Okay. Um, as you read his lips, you... Here it is. <clears throat> uh, you get... He's constantly moving, so the words that you get is uh, father... Um, as he's addressing, or as they are addressing the armored dwarf, mm -hmm. uh, you learn that the armored dwarf's name is Salmoan. You Father get Salmoan. Mm -hmm. Yep. Um, you get the you get ghost or specter. Okay. Close by. Got it. As, as, as you see them uh, also um, talking to the pyramid device uh, yeah. and you hear you see the phrasing great grandfather 
and brim as they talk to the pyramid. So and then responding go... to it like it's talking back. So she's just going to go find Voss. Not hard to find. Hey, Voss. Mm. Those dwarves over there? Um, they were talking. Well, one of them is talking. The other one's just kind of sitting there. But I, I was kind of watching them, and the, the guy was talking about ghost being nearby. I'm, I'm worried they might be here to hurt Leaf. I remove myself from my perch and uh, get behind the bar, clean a glass, and I say, anything I can do for you, gentlemen? The unarmored one does not move, does not acknowledge you, just kind of stands there silently, and the other one drunkenly responds. Um, I... Another drink, please. That would, that would, that would be great. I, I um, love uh, drinks. I just, it's, I'm, they're really good. Um, I, I really like the. Certainly. White. I get him something stout. Okay, so the, um, you, you, uh, he asked for the white and you go for the shadow. Got it. Yep. Yeah. Um, pour him a glass and say, I haven't seen you two around these parts. You two do cut a figure. What brings you this way? Do you um, own one of the this establishment? Part of it. My name is Bill Ronto. A pleasure. I'm a Troet Ghostbreaker. Auspicious name. It is a family name. And what brings you this way, Ghostbreaker? Uh, your bar. What of it? Just to make sure that there is no ill intent. Believe oh. me when I say there is no ill intent that I can see here, nor any ill spirits about you seem uh, to have come here with some I, intent though you you see him look over to the the heavily armored one next to him as he i know i'm going to i'm, I'm asking right now why are all your drinks named after the undead are, are you trying to invite them in hey I usually don't name things, which is something I should not allow others to do. But B, it's kind of a motif, a theme, if you will. There is Troll Skull Alley, Spirits of Troll Skull. It kind of goes along with the mood. But no, we're not attempting to invite the undead. You kind of like see him looking around. You seem nervous, sir. And I pour him another stout drink. Uh, yeah. and, and he'll, and he actually, like, he takes it and he just downs it. And as he's doing it, you hear the scratching of something on the chalkboard behind you. And you see Leaf right. If he doesn't like it, he can leave. They just gonna uh. very slowly move around behind their table and just watch Voss. 
and you kind of see him with the pyramid and it's it's like emanating this haunting melody like a, a music box what's that you have there it seems like an interesting instrument my great-grandfather you have your great-grandfather in this instrument yeah he yeah um he detects ghosts I see. You know this place is crawling with activity, right? What is your intent here, my good friend? That is my question to you. Assess intent of the spirits to make sure that there are no hostile spirits here. And I believe there are none. You would believe incorrectly. And how does one tell if a spirit is hostile? You just know. There are trolls. Indentured children. So many voices. And he Interesting. takes another drink and just downs it interesting that's so much better this is really good ah yes it is the finest we have and with you having such an ill profession i thought you could do something to relieve the stress so to speak um i snap and motion for the rest of my compatriots to come this way i'm sitting next to venley on the opposite side of wherever her familiars are they're like on me. Like yeah. Phelan's in my lap. Tassar or yeah, Tassar is floating by my head and Savarda's on my shoulder and I'm just holding them. I'd I'd probably be on the side with um uh, with Savard, because that's slightly less obvious undead. <laughs> yeah. Um as we're sitting there, I'm like, Well, I don't really dance that well. What's going on with Voss? Oh, he's snapping. Yeah, those Something's going on over there. I've been... It's like trying. what I do with a seance where I call spirits towards me. His snapping is calling us towards him. It's like whistling for a dog. He's still waving us over. We should probably stop talking about it and go over there. <laughs> I don't uh, know. I find yeah. it quite fun doing this. Liam has kind of gone over, but towards a little bit further away from the bar, has a drink, and he's just like, I love it here. This place is great. Is, what are you doing here? Does the snapping mean we're supposed to do this incognito? Because I'll, I'll, I'm... Yeah, just, just walk over subtly. And I'll walk over, kind of. And Rakira will walk over subtly in her seven-foot-tall gold dragonborn with wings style in a very uncomfortable dress. Mm -hmm. Seisha kind of gestures. Do you, do you want me there or stay here? Come here. Okay. <laughs> And she walks over. And Vinley's going join? to slowly and elegantly walk towards these people. She'll even walk behind the bar to stand with Foss. Okay. Uh, v, uh, Renair kind of gets your attention as you're dancing and kind of nods his head over to where all of your group is gathering. Oh, oh, we should, okay. <laughs> she goes over there. <clears throat> What's up, guys? Oh, great party. Um, 
This drink is so good. I just I, want you. Are you? There's a lot of people all of a sudden. There are. No. I hate to poop on your party, but something's up. Our friend here is trying to explain to me that there may be not normal spirits, but malevolent ones, and there seems to be something beyond. Oh, we already got rid of those. No. No, we didn't. Something else. What? Not not the barkeep. He mentioned indentured spirits, specifically children. In oh, that's the separate. bar? Oh, that was separate? There's like a lot. In the bar? A lot. Would Lee what, know anything about it? Oh, okay, great Aunt Bastis. God, just leave me alone. Hold on. And you see him like tap his mechanic, his prosthetic eye, and you actually watch as the pupil actually begins to flicker as a flame ignites inside of it. Uh, and you see him like looking around. I don't see anything. I kind of lower Phelan to below the bar and Savard crawls behind my back and Tassar pulls behind my head to where it looks like my hair is on fire. Is this, is this guy just shouting at nothing and calling? Oh, he's talking to spirits. It looks like he called me his aunt and I'm not. No, no, he's just talking to spirits. I'm not your aunt, guy. <laughs> he looks at you and goes, sure? he looks, uh, they, they look up at you and they're like, why are you, what? That's preposterous. Why would, you're not, of course you're not. Okay, you're, who, you're not a dwarf. You're a half elf. Why would you be? Well, then where, where are they? Okay, I, I, I look and over. He just points to his eye. I'm obviously talking about my aunt. Right. So, yeah. I, I forgot this, the the relatives that okay, live so, in your. Okay, so pause. Everybody pause. Body. Um, no, not body. Truitt, was it? Truitt. Uh, the Troit. Troit. I'm sorry, Troit. Um, you said there's a lot of malevolent spirits here. No, there's just a lot of activity. I, I don't. Oh. I just. I. <laughs> my great grandfather Brim. He holds up the the pyramid is just going on about all kinds of just spiritual activity here. And the only thing that you all can hear is this haunting like child's music box, just constantly playing very slowly, very eerily. Can I roll an Arcana check? Yeah. Mm -hmm. We do have a ghost here, but he's friendly and helpful and we enjoy his company. I I, I was worried, but He's really good at bringing me dreams. I know, isn't he the best? And I will say that with the ignite, uh, igniting of the eye, this is the first time you've actually seen the outline of the man that stays behind the bar. Interesting. He's illuminated in the light from the monocle uh, eye. I turn and say, beyond this specter, and I motion to leave, what else do you see here? It's it's not really see. It's more like what my great-grandfather is telling me, that there is troll spirits here, which makes sense for the right. alleyway, because yeah. there was a lot of dead trolls in this alleyway a long time ago. Indentured spirits, which that's those are bad news. Do yes. not mess with those. 
Yeah. And then there's a lot of children spirits here. Yeah. Both of those make sense. There was a very bad woman who lived here. But it's just... Yeah. This is just all that is tied to the ethereal plane or or the, the negative plane. But that's what I'm sensing. This place is... Your bar attracts the supernatural spiritual a lot. And I just got back into town and I thought I would come investigate and you were having a party, which I mean, obviously that was the perfect invitation because this is really good, by the way. Yes. Thank you, thank you. Horrible name, shadows are terrible and you should never mess with them and should be eradicated on site through radiance. Well, see, that's why it's the perfect drink because you have to eradicate it on site. Or you control them. That's marketing. No, there's no controlling, only destroying. I hunt ghosts. Oh, cool. That must be the most fascinating occupation. Oh, yeah. I'll say it's fascinating. The guy's walking around. He's in a constant family get-together. Yeah, I rolled a 17, by the way, (laughs) on Arcana on the implements he's been using. Oh, they, they, they're they're non-binary, correct? They they are non-binary. Okay, cool, they. Um, um, V mentions, wouldn't we like notice more like activity or something, or like hear children like laugh in the middle of the night or something? Not necessarily. If it they're just not, depends on if they if come. If they're capable of manifesting on the prime material plane, then you wouldn't hear anything. That one. I don't know anything about this. Okay, cool. But it would, it would make sense why this would be a hot spot, and it would explain why my seances work so well. You know what? Yeah. Well, for your 17. Mm-hmm. Um, you're not sure what this device is because you've never seen it before. However, you understand how it works. And it is a gond device of detecting undead. Interesting. So, do you just go around hunting ghosts all the time? or Pretty much. And I, I got my <clears throat> and he'll kind of, my great aunt my great grandfather, and he'll like kind of pat his chest, and you hear a tink under the clothes. Oh, great great uncle Burbot, and then my father here never leaves my side. So it's just alone. a family reunion everywhere you go. I can't get him to leave me alone. Do you want drink. wonderful? Do you want help with that? No. Do they, do they want help with that? Because I can They're, help with that. They're not going to go away. It sounds like they really want to be where they are. I think it's... And I, unlike I, them, who are who I do mean, not want to be where they are. You know when you're just, you're surrounded by your ancestors? Yeah. Yeah, so um, often yeah, that happens actually, to me. Uh, well, no, um, quite no, really. bastard. Um. <laughs> no, bastard. No matter how hard you try, they just keep coming back. <laughs> that's more of a V thing. V's really um she's yeah. got that whole thing handled. How do we but, purge this evil without necessarily getting rid of, say, the beneficial spirits of this place? I mean, there's not really much until they manifest unless you want to go into the ethereal plane, but I don't recommend that. That's not really a wise thing. Right. But you could. 
if you're saying it's a bad idea, I'm going to trust the person whose family member lives. Trust the professional. Does your group have a name? Yeah. Oh, them? No, yeah, them. I guy. My person. Uh, And um, (laughs) at which point he just like, I, I mean, I'm work throughout the Temple of Gond, and what is that? As he, like, reaches back and pulls the weird gun and points it at Tassar. Tassar. The, the flaming oh. skull. Yeah. Oh. I will leap into the way and push it down and be like, we try to discourage pointing strain objects at, at anything inside the premises while parties are happening, unless it's That's, unless it's confetti shooting, I, in which case I we can strongly recommend them. I can I can handle this. This is my familiar. His name is Tassar. And she'll pull him from out behind her head again, <laughs> and just hold him in her hand. And uh, and uh, towards Harold. What do you mean, strange objects? This is my great-great-grandfather, Pollock. Right. I should have guessed. How silly of me. <laughs> or, okay, okay, okay. I know good. that's that's fair. It's also known as Ghostbreaker. Oh, that was going to be my second guess. Family heirloom. Right. I've been I've been keeping an eye on this guy. Do I get the sense it's better that he's intoxicated, or I or do I think we're going to actually get a more coherent conversation out of him if he's no longer intoxicated? Little bit of column A, little bit of column B. You, you can, you, boss, you can pick up that the nervousness and the like long pauses in between his words were, are, have gone away the more he's gotten intoxicated. Uh, he's not quite as like jittery as he was. Yeah. But I mean, it's. I would like to do an insight check on Liam to see if he's actually drunk or faking it. Okay, make an insight check. Yeah. Uh, Liam, go ahead and make a make a roll. Uh, a charisma check. You can uh, choose what it is and message it to us privately. Oh, you want me to send it to you? Okay. Yeah. That's a twenty-one for me. Actually. Oh. Um. Uh, what What did you? Uh, will you tell? Send me what you rolled. Maybe. Oh, uh, Liam. How do I roll that so it doesn't show up on the? Uh, you can just roll a a, a d twenty, and then manually oh. add it. Right on. Everyone, look away. <laughs> Love where it shows up on my screen. I mean, it it, it is what it you is. won't know what. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh my. Uh, <laughs> it's either really good or really bad. Oh no. Oh, oh that's no. really good for me. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, what'd you get on your insight check? 21. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> he is faking. It's almost like comical how bad he is at faking. Oh. <laughs> Voss, you'll actually see Orkara like s- saddle up to this dwarf and she'll look over at you and let me to sober him up. Oh, let's keep him like this for a little bit until we get some straight answers out of him. Okay. Oh, but yes, Listen. this is Tassar. He is happy to meet you. Oh, uh, okay. From the, so, okay. From the, why would you want... This is Phelan, and she puts Phelan on the counter. <laughs> and then this is Savard. 
Uh, honestly, I mainly hunt in corporeals. The corporeals are really whatever. We're an odd bunch, but these. I guess it goes with the theme. Yes. <laughs> it's... And you see him like tap the, the eye and the fire goes out. It's all somewhat thematic, but what I'm concerned with is this manifestation you're talking about that our bar beyond being a host for helpful spirits may be one for malevolent ones i mean you could um get it hallowed but then you're gonna also drive out the nice ones there's really no balance to keep the good ones and and take away the bad ones it's it's either it's an all or nothing we could get that ritual done again well, we really right. haven't had any we did, issues. We did one ritual to disperse Remember? the indentured spirits yeah. once before and take away their physical manifestations. But they, it won't get rid of them. It will just let us defeat their physical manifestation. That's why they're still here. Right. How do you... Are they upset? They like, have to accomplish the task they were set before they can rest, Correct. Usually, it, de it depends on the, um, the, um, he, like, takes another swig. Uh, that's good. Did, look, do they even remember what they were talking what? about? <laughs> and they, they, like, look at you and they're like, <clears throat> huh? See, this is what I'm talking, we don't even they know. Have they have to. They have to complete the task they were set. Yes, the ghosts are kept. Well, poltergeists are, are usually bound to a certain area, and they are a more that and kind of points. Your bartender's a poltergeist, uh, a specter that doesn't have a physical manifestation. Yes, um, lives entirely on the ethereal plane, but can manipulate objects and items within the prime material plane. Mm -hmm. Um, your, um, ghosts are usually there for a specific reason. If, if that reason gets accomplished, then it could go away or it could not. It just, it really depends on the situation. Um, endangered spirits are weird. Uh, not a lot is known. Um, we've only encountered a handful. Um, and they're usually bound to something or someone. Right. Could have been the previous owner of this house that did all those things. And then there's wraiths, and wraiths um, are kind of like shadows. Shadows don't like light. Wraiths don't like light either, but wraiths are, ooh, they're really, they'll suck, suck the strength right out of you. They have yeah. bad touches. Yeah. Well, suck strength? Uh, just right out of you. By force, anything they can get But we don't, from. you don't sense anything like that here. He makes a mental note to start well, I don't think the so, but I mean, the way you're, this is like, you're like a magnet. This building is a magnet in the ethereal plane that is attracting a lot. Do we know why? Uh, that's probably. I mean, it's, it, it's told. You could be the fact that there's a bunch of undead here. I don't know. Performing uh, but a lot of bad things have happened here. A lot. Yeah. What about Okay, so what can we do to help prevent bad things happening in the future? Because to I me, mean, this sounds like 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 another issue any other bar would have, except instead of plumbing, it's the undead. They um, they kind of like I mean, there's protective magics. There's means to to bar undead, but 
There's not really, like I said, a way to specifically target specific undead. It's undead. Um, but there are means to, to keep things from shifting in from other planes um, and kind of motions to the smoke in here. Kind of what's going on right now. I, this right here could help with that um, from time to time. Okay. That's good to know. You could at least protect the bar. So wait, you're back in the city, you said? Yep. Oh, well. We can use their services if we ever need them. Yeah, as long as you promise not to hurt Leaf, you're welcome back anytime. Oh, as or long as uh, he doesn't uh, telekinetically throw anything at my face. No. Maybe just throw a drink at you. Or your check. He's only done that like uh, twice, well, so. Check fair. But as there's no hostility. I don't sense any malevolence in him. No. He's no, not if there was some... He's not malevolent, no, just Br Brim doesn't either. Uh, if there was something nasty here, I, I would have accidentally done something already. But you can find me at the Temple of Gaunt, um, or I might I might be a regular here. This place is nice. Yeah, well, Thank I you. Like... <laughs> you, uh, Kira and Seisha, you see, I think uh, Liam as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you see on a piece of paper that's kind of hidden behind, not on the chalkboard like it usually is, but hidden kind of behind the bar out of his view. It says, oh, he's getting charged double. <laughs> Liam's like, ah! And you actually watch as he'll, in the course of the conversation, he'll have probably a total of six or seven drinks of full stouts. Um, and by, by the end of it, he's at some point, he's just like, uh, they, they just, um, look down and they're just like, and did I ever tell you and just face plants <laughs> as, and you just hear, as soon as that happens, I want to turn to the, the clockwork one next and to it's them just... and I'm not expecting a response, but it sounded like, uh, what they were talking about was like that their their ancestors are inhabiting some of these objects and Orkira's just gonna look them straight in the eye the, the clockwork one and say when you're ready let me know when it's time and you want to go on okay just stares ahead doesn't move there's no change so, in silent like a statue Yep. Well, this was weird. Yeah. I... Good to know. Yeah. Should I? I can. I can make him so them sober. I can. Get, I, you probably don't want them sleeping on the bar. That's probably really hey, uncomfortable for their neck. If you sober him up, he'll have no choice but to get more. There is that. Yeah, that's but true. that's that's also sort of like cheating them out of the, the it, deal. It's also, I mean, it's kind of. You, you shouldn't sober somebody up without their consent. Look, they got That's drunk true. because they want to be drunk. They're drunk right now. They're having a great time. They weren't having a good time before. Now they are snooze land dreaming about the many, many drinks they've already drank. It's fine. Doesn't sound yeah. like there's anything we can do about this quite yet anyway. Yeah, but it's a good contact to have made. Certainly. Speaking of contacts, who is that uh, individual who... I normally would call out something about you, but you, everything about you looks very normal. Oh, that's Liam Gray. Right, the dick. Yes. 
Yep, he's from the dicks. That's right. He's a dick. Yep. Oh, oh also, he hates the name, too, so. Oh. I mean, well, I don't blame him. Well, I'm not saying you're a dick. I'm saying no, you Bill looks a dick. Yeah, well, technically, you were a... You know, it's not important. It's fine. I just have a... Like, I... It's totally cool. Good to meet you. It's finally good to meet you as well, Harold. And obviously the drunk act just like, just as soon as that dude yeah. face planted, he was just like, all right, I'm done. <laughs> oh yeah. Bill Rick's a dick was really good too. That was a good song. It was a so, good, it was a great song. Bop. Somebody told you my name. I, we have mutual uh, contacts and friends. Uh, oh, okay. Uh, and boss, boss, it's about this time that you see a shorter human kind of nervously looking around uh, kind of enter into the front door. I will quickly go to meet him. And as you make your way over to your friend or so, we're going to take a break. Welcome to Rock Punch, where the jokes are freaking awesome and the shenanigans are always dabbing. Come join the gang on a, like a really hot vape adventure around Atlanta, Georgia. Watch the crew as they just jerk off around the workplace, dog. Complain about movies that you can watch on a phone or whatever. whatever. Stream on Twitch like Minecraft and other stuff. Is boredom a part of your day? Then you need to seize the moment. Maybe take DMT. Look at that. Is it a bird? Is it a plane? Is it a reference to Fleischer cartoons from the 40s? Anyway, these guys don't have jobs, I guess. But they do at twitch.tv slash rockpunchatl. Or if you're like old school and like analog, you can watch their videos are released every Wednesday on YouTube. You ever think that Wednesday is not spelled like it sounds? You should say it like Wednesday, but it doesn't. Anyway, whatever you do, hit that subscribe button and be the first to like it. What do you say about that, Colton? I... Great. I, I'm not... Excellent. We're totally in the same room together. Anyway, with entertainment for geeks and gamers, things that are cool now in 2020, there's surely something for everyone at Rock Punch. So take a break from all your sick skate moves on your Heelys, or save your money at the vape shop and tune into Rock Punch, bruh. Dab, 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 dab. It's Harry again. Wow, halfway through the podcast already? I've almost got the pants on now. And we're back. Um, uh, these are throwing a party. Yeah, what? they just uh, uh, basically they completed Dragon Heist, but the story is not over. Nope. Uh, but they are celebrating, um, gathering the five hundred thousand dragons for the city in uh, hopes of bringing the Field Ward into the folds, um, and also defeating a red dragon that killed Aranax the Gold. Yep. Uh, so lots of uh, red hot fire uh, at this party. Uh, is the theme uh, red sexy murder? Sexy. Yep. Red I sexy should, murder. I should also mention because I failed to do it when we were describing our outfits. Uh, Vinley's dress is leopard prints. So. Yeah, <laughs> that is all right. That is um, <laughs> amazing. amazing. Animal prints for everybody. <laughs> yeah. um, there are many people uh, joining, as well as a new friend, uh, one of Renair's and Saith uh, Cromley's, uh, Liam Gray. Um, but a another quote unquote friend has just entered the tavern as Orso. 
I go to greet him, and I give him kind of a bit of a pompous regal bow, uh, jocular, in a jocular nature. He kind of shocks, kind of looks at you, then looks around at everyone else, and then kind of like gives you a bow back, <laughs> like this is what he's supposed to do. I give him a friendly slap on the back and then say, I'm glad you're here. I, uh, uh, yeah. <clears throat> I know times have been difficult as of late, and I know, I know I've asked much of you, but I wanted to show you that I do appreciate the effort that you put into it. This is my establishment. I don't own it specifically, but I co-own it with my compatriots. I just want to let you know that you are welcome here whenever you wish. Uh, <clears throat> I appreciate that friend very good strong we don't have to talk about business tonight I just want you to have a good time that is uh, appreciated but I actually have information then we'll take it onto the side please I, I thought so and I kind of Take him off uh, into a corner or table where we can be kind of alone. He's, I, I don't mean to um, question your uh, aesthetic choices <clears throat> for your party. Believe me, but... you can completely question the aesthetic choices of this party if you so have chosen to do so. Uh, but from a uh, but from a professional financial standpoint and legal advisor. Is fire safe this close to your tavern? Or so I wish you had been here earlier. <laughs> Unfortunately, this was a vetoed decision made rashly by irrational people. <laughs> and sometimes when you work with others, these are the things you have to tolerate. Okay. If I have to mark it down as... Uh... An insurance loss from an attack. Just let me know. I will. Thank you. You said we had business. What is it? <clears throat> I uh, looked into the name Hailing Horse. What did you find? The lord of the house, um, Barkheld, was found... Uh, decapitated a year ago during the death m masks murders records state he has no living heir the <clears throat> remaining assets in the state for the uh, for the family name were confiscated and auctioned off so who owns the assets then well, when, when a lineage ends, it um, is obtained by the city, and uh, they sold it in an, uh, an estate sale. And, and what if a living heir could be found? As for the estate, n not much, sadly. 
Everything has been liquidated and now rightfully owned by others as sold by the city. However, since Lord Hailing Horse was a m miser, he was very scrupulous with his money. I found an account of holdings he had set within the Hall of Commerce Banking. If you have all of the proper paperwork and a lord or lady of the house over 16 years of age, it can be accessed and obtained. And what if he's not quite that age yet, but potentially had wards, keepers, distant relatives, not direct descendants of the Hailing Horse line, mind you, but people who we could trust to manage the estate until a time of his inheritance. If their lineage can be proven as direct to the ward, then it could be ascertained. How is it proven? Rights of lineage passage, very popular among nobles. They want to have record of their family name. Did you procure the records of House Hailing Horse? As far back as I can. Please do. And send them to me. Here? Yes. Covertly. Okay. Is there anything else? Are you happy where you're working, Orso? Uh... I like numbers. So do I. But numbers got me in trouble. Yes, they did. But numbers also brought you to my doorstep as well. And you are my friend. Always. And as your friend, I believe it is part of my duty to look for opportunities for you. And one may be coming in the future, if you so wish. Depends. Of course. But... I'm not... very... athletic. Okay. I am not what many people would call an adventurer. Let's say that. No, 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 nothing like that. Something that deals with your abilities and where you're strong. Just because you're not an adventurer doesn't mean you can't be powerful. Doesn't mean you can't have great power in the city. Wouldn't you agree? Nobles prove that. Aye, they do. 
I hope that when this position becomes open to you, if it does, you'll take it. I may know of a noble house that may be looking for someone to handle their personal finances. If it is safe and lucrative, I'm willing to gamble. If there's one thing about gambling, it's either lucrative or it's safe. But that's the thing. Safe things are never really lucrative, are they? That's the fun of it. You see him kind of like rocking back and forth nervously, thinking back. Yep. You see his hand go up and actually rub the amulet of the necklace he's wearing that you got back. As he just kind of <laughs> remembers that. Times are coming, which are going to change greatly in this city. Greatly. I'm hoping that we can help one another to maneuver ourselves on the right side of it. But this does not come without cost. There will be hard work in the future. And there may even be danger. But there is an old saying we have at the sea. Eat, drink, and be merry, for tomorrow we die. So for today, I would like you to do the former. And many, many years down the line with your belly fat, a wife at your side, and many children fighting over your inheritance doing the latter. Okay, so figure of speech. Of course. You see him like <laughs> relax yeah, so. just a little bit and <laughs> definitely tightened up at that. So you took it literally. You know, especially remembering the first conversation you had and yes. the instruments you laid out in front of him. Um, but um, he, uh, you see him relax and uh, if there's nothing further, then he will Go. cautiously and nervously make his way to the bar and kind of do the shy, awkward thing and kind of stand away from everyone. But he does loosen up a bit and at least enjoy some food and drink. Uh, you definitely see him try one of the meat options and then immediately regret it as it is far too spicy for him. Uh, and uh, <laughs> he just starts downing mm. the milk stout. Yeah. Um, I go to find Davil. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, Davil's around. Yeah, you see, you actually go to Davil and you actually see him playing uh, hide and go seek with the kids throughout the party. Oh, I hate Davil, but I love him in this moment. I wait until the next game is finished. Uh, you kind of see, um, you actually watch as uh, uh, you see uh, him like kind of go around and find uh, every like. Yosef is sitting in a corner with a fern in front of him, and that's it. And you just see him like sticking out both sides, the mask, the horns, the mask just kind of coming out. Uh, <laughs> and then you see uh, Daclan, um minor illusion aside of the table to look like uh, it is solid that he's hiding behind. Uh, and um, go ahead and make me an active perception check. 
Certainly. Huh, not great. 16. You don't see Pixel. Ah, I check my pocket. It is gone. I take a silver out of it. Um, is she nearby, gloating, as I imagine she is? Uh, you do. You see her, like, uh, you actually see her over um, by the halfling magician. And she's, like, trying to manipulate the coin, not in her hand, but in a mage hand. Interesting. And you see the halfling, like, and, and you see, uh, you actually see Davil standing over, just, like, smiling, like, watching uh, as, as he kind of, like, points where all of them were. Uh, but you see uh, the halfling going, that's so amazing. I wish I had two, another hand. I can, I can do it on mine really easy, but I don't really have a, hey, Diego, come here. And you see him, like, run over to the, the fire dancer, and he, like, puts a coin in Diego's hands and tries to manipulate it. <laughs> <laughs> And at this time, Dio is kind of like rolling the staff around his neck and up one arm and just kind of mm. like, you know, my friend, this would be so much easier if you let me have my other hand. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. I forgot you were using it. <laughs> um, I wave a pixel over real quick. She comes over. I think you've reached the limit of what this game can teach you. It's time to make it a little bit harder, don't you think? I mean, yeah, you're kind of making it easy on me now. Especially with my new hand. Don't get smart with me. I'm trying to teach you something. And I take out a dragon. Okay. I put it on the table and take a knife and make a dent through the middle of it. I then take string, push it through the hole, and tie it around my neck and put it under my shirt. Higher risk for high reward now. You need to be good. Better than what you were before. But the reward, and I dangle the dragon in front of her, so much better. I'll get it. I hope so. And I will attempt to steal the silver back from her. <laughs> <laughs> Make okay. a sleight of hand check. And she goes to walk away. Yeah. <clears throat> Uh, 16. I beat this child. Uh, you successfully get it back. She's so, and like, you see her, like, thinking really hard about this, the gold, that she doesn't notice you at all take the silver back. And as, as she turns, I say, hey. And as soon as she turns around, I flick it to her. And I say, but don't ever let your guard down. How do you do that? All right. <laughs> Watching you. <laughs> she like does that and steps backwards behind, you know, mm. somewhere. And I will uh, wait, I will wave Davil over at this time. If he's as you do, you look over and you can see uh, the halfling is at the table, has a gold coin and is stabbing a dagger into it. <laughs> I don't understand why he was doing it. Uh, but as you look, it's your dagger. <laughs> as he's like, he just stabs into it. I wonder why he does it. I don't, I don't, do you have any string or anything? I snatch that out of his hand immediately. <laughs> and he's like, oh, <laughs> sorry. Was that yours? Oh, you must have dropped it. Good thing I was here to pick it up for you. Uh, yeah. Be more careful where you leave things laying around. There's kids around here. <laughs> yes. You never know when accidents might happen, friend. Accidents happen all the time. 
Especially with that one, and he points to Petunia. Harold is catching Petunia, who slips out of a chair as they're like going to hang up more decorations. Boss, feeling how oblivious this guy is, doesn't make any more threatening remarks. Just right over his head. (laughs) And he was like, great party! And waves as he chases after one of the kids. I will say with your passive insight, and anybody watching, he genuinely was like, oh, you must have dropped it. Yep. Oh my god, he doesn't even realize he's filching things from people. Oh my god, that is genius. (laughs) Oh. <clears throat> but I go to devil. Yep, devil's like uh, leaning up now, drinking, uh, taking a drink of uh, the burning worm. I have further information on a very interesting business proposal we were talking about involving our defamed noble friends. Hmm. Shall we talk here, or more private? More privately. It's so sad to leave this party, though. I'll only tear you away from it momentarily. Only if you make it worth my while. Believe me, this is it. And as we go away, I say, apparently the head of House, ha- house Hailing Horse is a miser, and there is a considerable sum attached to the name. However, he can't collect until he's 16. So... We would need to name our two noble compatriots as wards. I'm having our friend collect the records for me. I would need them forged in a way that proves <laughs> these two are there. And <clears throat> I'll have your best friend do the job. Excellent. All goes as planned. We can kill a lot of birds with this stone. I actually expected you to be a little bit more adverse to that thought. You do give him so much shit. I understand. I like to think of him as a automaton, something that just forges things for me. And he's away <laughs> from me. Oh, you're so crass and rude. Believe it is so much more than just a printing press. Yes, so it would seem. Nonetheless, even I understand his skill and its necessity. Who's your new friend? I assume he's not referring to Orso. No. The one downstairs, the Van Dyke, curled mustache. I just met him today. His name is Liam. Beyond that, I can't really say much about him. Hmm. Except that he came here with Renair. And we know what Renair is. I will not make that assumption. Was. He did get out of it. Yes, he did. Whatever the case, I don't know him that well. I could introduce him if you fancy a meeting. If you so wish. I don't want to impose upon your party and your guests. But you have, and you are. (laughs) I was invited, sir. So, shall you impose further, then? If you want to introduce me, I see no harm in it. But if not, my feelings will not be hurt. Very well. I look to where Liam is. What is he doing right now? So you look over, and there's he's leaning down to Pixel. 
and whispering something into her ear. And he's whispering, you know, sometimes the best way to steal something is convincing the person to give it up freely. Keep that in mind. And he stands up. He's looking around. I get your attention. I just wave you over. He walks over. Liam, I wanted to introduce you to a friend of mine. Oh, wonderful. Yes. I'm Devil Starsong. Uh, and Liam, you see a sun elf who is uh, very, very uh, high cheeked bone, golden blonde hair, uh, wearing um, like a blue doublet uh, with green poofy sleeves. Um, you see he has a lute on his back. You saw him earlier playing. <clears throat> so, um, my friend here said that we should meet. Oh, if anybody's a friend of Voss, stern-faced Voss here is a friend of mine. What can I do for you? He looks towards you and goes, well, my friend here, Bill Ronto, knows nothing of floral arrangements. So, What? <laughs> He just looks at him. What? What? Uh, Y'all are talking a language that no one put me in on. Really he likes being to be called Bill Ronto, sir. Oh. No one told me. Hmm. I didn't Can get I... the joke at either first. It's terrible. It's bad. It's best not to be repeated. Look, I'm a great songwriter. I'm not a great joke teller. Although the Mikasa Isukasa crate, that was a good one. I put him in a crate and shipped oh. him to his own place. It was hysterical. <laughs> that is yes. good. I will have to remember that one. What is it I can do for you? I'm just curious. I've never seen your face around here before. Uh, not many people have. At least, never mind. Well, it's good to meet your acquaintance. Uh, is there anything in particular you're looking to uh, hire someone out for? Is there information you're looking for, perhaps? Maybe I can help you in that regard. I have pretty good information brokers. I have my own sparrows. His, his eyes wander to the young uh, half-drow uh, girl that has been kind of just lurking in the shadows. You've seen, you've seen a couple of times, but doesn't stick around for long. And then he also looks towards um, the woman with bright, like, vibrant red hair that is dancing with Seisha. But... I'm always interested in gaining new allies in the city, especially if they're good at gathering information. You say that's your forte? That's what you're good at? I am an investigator, sir. Yes. Okay, so tell me something I don't know. Hmm. This is where Jeff's knowledge <laughs> has hit a brick wall. <laughs> it's fine. You can make something up on the fly if it seems okay. to fit within make the city. Make something up and that... make him have to deal with it. <laughs> <laughs> Very well. That's our payback for the horrible things they do to us. I know that the largest well. building in the city is alive. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, something you're not wrong. That, something Wait, that no. you don't know. I tell you what. I don't like giving away anything for free. Generally speaking, you're a smart good man. business. Do what? Said you're a smart man. 
Mm-hmm. So how about this? You tell me what you want to know. And by the end of the night, I'll have it back for you. Mm, a game. I yes. like games. Bring me in for this. <laughs> I just start snapping. I need, I need a particular <laughs> phone number. <laughs> uh -huh. The first thing I know is phones don't exist. <laughs> uh, I they do. They're called phonetic stones. Oh, uh, God. <laughs> Thanks, Bogart. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's uh, you. How about this? Instead of information, I want you. Actually, yes, no. I need you to find out that enticing creature's favorite mm, location in the city, favorite wine. And food. And who who does he point to? Vinley. Vinley, like, oh, you want to take that person on a date? Very well. I'll oh, get that information. Of course, it's that's not a surprise. But if you make it abundantly clear that it's for me, you'll get nothing. Oh, so that, it take you, that oh, advice. Do you think so little of me that I would be that? Just walk over to them and be like, that person wants it. And the vo the voice literally like does this very weird, strange change. That person over there wants to date with you. What'd you like? What's your favorite color? So I can tell you, I think nothing of you, for I know nothing at all. That sounds like an insult. <laughs> thinly veiled, but I like it. All right. You will get those three things. And you want something in return, because nothing is free. Oh, hmm. This is good. This is true. I will think on that. I have some ideas, but I need to know more about you. To know what you may know. <clears throat> I'm the leader of the Doom Raiders. Hmm. Uh, we were pretty infamous in Cholt for taking down Astarac and his mind's uh, machinations of you know, creating a soul-mongering machine that was causing people to die. No big deal. You know, just small things. Boss oh, is weirded out by how easily you give away this information. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, like, uh, Davil's always gloated about the Doom Raiders. Yeah. Uh, killing. But yeah, being, being, uh, lich, lich, hunter. lich hunters. I mean, it's, it's gloat-worthy, so. Yeah. What, what their role in the city is, he's probably not going to talk about that. Very well. Uh, we will do information for information. If you can tell me more about the workings of the... Uh, there's a, a new group uh, have started up. Uh, they call themselves the Mystery Men. If you can find out more about them and who they may be, their numbers, and uh, perhaps their working location, that'd be good for me. I'll see what I can do. Very well. I'll have that information for you. As soon as he walks away. Uh, I mean, he seems kind of competent. He picked up that I was making fun of him. Who is a mystery man? I don't know. It was worth a shot. 
This guy's a man after my own heart. I'll just ask this person. What do you know? Mystery man. Um, Seisha is going to look over at Urkira. Be like, Urkira, come here. Come here. Yeah, hi. What? Hi. I wanted to introduce you to someone. Okay. Because you haven't gotten to meet him. And he's one of my favorite people in the world. Salazar. Meet Urkira. Urkira Salazar. Hi. Hi, Akira. I'm Salazar, and and this is uh, Samantha. And you see, crawling over his shoulder, this very strange-looking monstrosity. It is a chameleon that has uh, a bat wings and a possum's tail. Hi. Salazar. Uh, oh, sorry. Uh, no, no. Nice to meet you. Um, that's a interesting familiar, uh, but kind of cool. It's, it's a homunculi. Oh, okay. All right. I'm glad it doesn't have tentacles. Oh, I could, I, could I put tentacles on it? No. The last homunculus I knew of had tentacles. That's a little creepy, but really effective. I mean, like, tentacles can grab things. And tentacles move. bad. Tentacles bad. Well, Did tentacles... they have red hair? No. Red hair tentacles worse! No, no, no. Te- Tentacles are a, they're good in certain circumstances. I don't believe that. I have not seen a circumstance where a tentacle was a good thing. Same. Let's make that a priority then, because I don't want you to get weirded out by all tentacles, because it's just the mind fire ones that are bad. So. No, no. Who else has tentacles? The far round tentacles are bad. Okay, yeah, those are ten- bad yeah. tentacles. Octopus tentacles are good. Okay, octopus tentacles, I can give right? you. Okay. Right, right. Octopus. Well, uh, one of these days, you'll get to meet Penelope. She'll turn into an octopus, and then she'll hug you with all eight of her tentacles, and then it's the best. I might. Penelope, I've heard really good things about her from Harold. She's the Stories best. he said you told him. Yeah. And yeah. he met her. Well, might listen. Do what, we, might turn into an octopus? Uh, um, so I, I might. I mean. No, Salazar here is an adventurer. Oh, nice. So I figured I would make the introduction. Just in case you ever need something in the city, Salazar is one of the wonderful people you can go to. Well, I kind of need everything. I don't know where anything is. And you see Salazar just kind of like waiting and looking up at V. You yeah. mind what? I uh, I wonder if I have just like too much trauma associated with tentacles at this point to be able to be okay with an octopus hugging me. So I'm just gonna pass on that opportunity in general. I mean, she would ask before, and then, and then if you said yes, like one tentacle at a time. No, so, I mean, because consent is sexy. Consent is sexy. Yeah. But the problem is, just as soon as I see a tentacle, it's going to make me think of the bad tentacles. I mean, that's because fair. There might be good tentacles, but there are a lot of bad tentacles, and the bad yeah. tentacles overpower the good tentacles. Uh, well, it's sometimes, but I mean, trust me, it's it's good to not have the instinctual reaction to stuff that is usually bad, because every once in a while, uh, if you just kind of automatically instinctually react to the stuff that's bad for you, then you accidentally set all the snow on fire. What? That sounds awesome. I'm gonna set snow on fire. I like to set all the snow on fire because I don't like snow. But okay, wait, tentacles. So you melt Sorry. It. No. no well, yeah. No what? tentacles on Sally, please, Salazar. I can't promise anything because oh. whatever I make, it's kind of like a shot in the dark. 
<laughs> well, well, maybe this is a good thing. Maybe if Sally gets tentacles and you like Sally, then that's that's how you like build up to tentacles being okay sometimes. We're, we're talking immersion therapy at this point. Yeah, I and think so. I'm, I'm a yeah. Sally's on the mantle. This is Samantha. Oh, oh I'm Samantha. Sorry. I'm sorry. Okay. What if I don't want the therapy. What? Well, then you you don't have to. I mean, I'm not going to force any therapy on you, but you know, then then the next time Penelope shows up and turns into an octopus, I'm going to have to do a lot of like, don't look at Penelope. How often does Penelope do that? Turn into an octopus? Well, the last time or I saw her, she of was. Any kind. Well, I mean, when you're in the water, it's really useful. Oh yeah, I can see that being. Could, a there's thing. so many aquatic creatures, and yet that one. Uh, I mean, having eight hands would be really handy. Yeah. Anyway, so, anyway, Salazar, if you ever do want to get uh, tentacles, let me know, but don't let V know. Okay, and if you ever find yourself at the Halls of Justice, I'm working with the Gauntlet, and I found these sacrosaints, and they have these mutagens that can change their body. I, you know, I've already done that a couple times. I'm going to pass. Yeah, no. Okay. Yeah. No. Uh, you know what? It, it, there's not like a Cibriax over there or anything, right? I hope not. I'm gonna go find a Cibriax. No! When, would you, <laughs> when you do, promise me you'll run away and then tell everybody so that we can all run away. Got it. Good. We've all learned something today about tentacles and Cibriaxes. We should go have a drink now. I would very much like a drink now. Yeah, let's go have some more of that that flaming stuff. That was really good. Oh, I haven't uh, had the flaming one yet. Oh, we should have the flaming one. Come on, come on, okay. come on. Now we and will go over to the bar. And... Off, yeah. Uh, v, Renair comes up to you. Uh, hey. This is phenomenal. I, you should be proud. This is a success. Thanks. Uh, I, it, it, um, it was so much fun. Do you have a second? Yeah. I have something a little bit more serious to talk. Oh, okay. Um, and uh, he'll kind of lead you out of the, the most of the party and kind of uh, towards the the uh, like other side and kind of sit on the ledge of the courtyard um, mm. and uh, kind of move uh, move his uh, kind of like dangles his legs over um, as he offers a hand to help you up as he just gracefully hops up there. Um, so I know that you're probably leaving soon to go seek your heritage. Yes, that was something, um, I hadn't brought up with everybody again yet. I, uh, I know Seisha's already immediately moved on to, you know, the Harbinger puzzle and I'm I'm a little worried it, it's not gonna happen. Talk to them. Don't keep quiet. I just never know when. Oh, like no. literally the other day, I just thought I had told everybody like the thing about my teacher and the memories and stuff and whatever. And then like, and then apparently I hadn't. Just stuff like that happens a lot. <laughs> well, bring it up to them. I'm sure that they would be happy to go with you. 
and I would be happy to go with you. However, I'm leaving the city for some time. What? Why? It's time... Just like you have to confront your family, I have to confront mine. And my father and I are long overdue for a reunion. What, what are you going to do when you find him? I'm going to talk to him, but as far as... What if he kills you or something? He hasn't yet. I don't think he will, but I need to know what's going on. So I'm going to Neverwinter. I wish I could go with you. I wish you could too, but we have two paths that we must walk. And our paths will not always be together, but I assure you that we will. And he kind of like reaches into his jacket pocket and he pulls out a box. And he hands her, he hands you uh, as he offers it to you. Oh. I wanted to make sure that we will continue to be together. Yeah. Uh, of course. What, what is this? She opens it. Okay. And as you open it, you see what appears to be a stone carved in the shape of a face. It's a face ring. It's called a sending stone. And once a day, you can use it to communicate with another and he'll reach into his pocket and he will pull out an identical one. Oh, it's a stone. I see it now. Oh my gosh, due to the shape of the box, I was like a little concerned. It's a, a box about a gay date. I didn't know that. Okay. <laughs> Katie didn't no. know that. No, it's okay. I, yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. I imagined like a smaller box. Yeah, no, it's a fairly, fairly large box. Yeah, so it's a stone. It's about, it's kind of oval shaped, you know, probably about three, four inches in its okay. Um, But this way, yeah, you know, roughly like a mouse. Okay, um, got it. Okay, so it's a little bigger than I'm imagining. I was imagining like a pebble. Um, you... We can at least communicate once a day over long distances. So if there's anything exciting that you learn, I want to hear about it. Okay. Only once a day? Unfortunately, the ma magics only work once a day and it is limited to 25 words. Oh my God, magic is so confusing and I don't understand why it, it, it is what it is, but okay. Better if the world were without it. Just saying. <laughs> um, like, are there other stones that are like bigger and more expensive that can do more words and multiple messages? Like, is, like what is the limit? Called Vinley um, and Orkira and asking them to cast sending. And Seisha. And Seisha. Magic, there are things I'm sure that allow a more direct conversation, but unfortunately they are rare. Very rare. So. Yeah. Okay. I imagine that I'm probably not leaving for at least a 10 day or two, so I'm going to be around, but, and I haven't told Kara yet, so. I'm kind of more scared of her than anything, I'm not going to lie. Because, yeah? I mean, have you seen her? She is terrifying. I'm yeah. Two and a half foot gnome. 
fire, just pure rage of... I've seen, I, I've gotten the mom voice and I don't ever want it again. Oh. You know, it's never been used on me, but I've heard it used on children. It's pretty effective. Yeah, yeah, it's not, it's not good. It's, it's effective, you're right, yes. I will never not put those dishes where they don't go again. And, uh, and, and he kind of just grabs your hand and puts it his through your fingers. Um, seriously, tonight has been just wow. Thanks. Um, I love you. That came out weird. I'm so sorry. You kind of see him like kind of... <laughs> finger guns. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay if you don't. I just, it seemed like the opportunity. I don't know. Uh... You okay, either yourself... you need to say something or I'm going to go die now. You seemed hesitant in those words. No. Oh my gosh. You misread. I'm just awkward, and I'd never said it's that adorable. to anyone before. Okay. <laughs> and I never thought I would ever fall for anyone before. But I have fallen for you. She kisses him. Twelve babies. No. I'm sorry, what did you say? Just like kissing him, turns around. No. <laughs> um, and uh, and with that, we will turn the camera. Will pan back inside. Uh, and uh, is there anybody else you want? I know Liam. Oh, oh, no. And I know Liam wanted to speak to me at some point as well. Yes. Yeah, so at some point during the night, when Harold's not playing or whatever, he's with. Oh, I didn't you. I'm sorry. I, I didn't know if Vinley was going first, though. Oh, sorry. No, that's my bad. Oh, it's fine. Go ahead, Vinley. Okay. I just want to talk to Maloon really quickly. Oh, sorry. Sorry, Jeff. Jeff, <laughs> oh. <Yes>, honey. <laughs> wow. Good? He really said like what V said. I'm just going to go die now. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Well, let's do Vinley and Maloon, yeah. and then we'll come back to, yeah, to yeah, Liam yeah. and It'll Harold. It'll be pretty short. Um, so, yeah. And uh, you see him, he's just kind of leaning against the wall, drinking uh, uh, drinking a stout. Kind of nods to you. Come walking, like, not scuttling up, but like, nervously and quickly walking towards him with all of her chains making slight noises. <laughs> yeah. He, he's wearing his you know, armored, normal yeah. stuff, not really dressed up, but you just kind of you see him leaning on, uh, or kind of leaning on the great sword. They took it off his off his back, and he's leaning up against the wall and just kind of leaning on it, drinking his drink. Hey, um, Maloon. Yeah. I need your help with something. Not like anything like what just happened. Uh, but... I'm like, well, I mean, I'm happy to go to the call, but that was. <laughs> Quite a lot, and you, you all should be proud. You accomplished a lot. Guys of X filled me in on what happened. 
it was it was rough and that's partially why I've come over to talk to you for a second is I have to I feel obligated to submit a mission port to Vajra and I'm unsure of exactly what to leave out as far as what she already knows well I told her everything okay. you see Force Grey is a part of this she's the head of Force Grey plus you want to make sure she's in the loop Vajra's a little trigger happy on you know a little, little happy on the old trigger finger sometimes even when she means well Almost started a war with the Giants a year or so back when they showed up overhead in the Cloud Castle. But she just loves this city and doesn't want anything to happen to it. She tries to be perhaps overly cautious now. Her impulsiveness almost divided the Blackstaff and current Open Lord, and why many thought she was too young and wrong for the job. But as for your report, I would not put anything in writing that we have done recently. You never know who is going to read that. That's what I figured. I I just wanted to double check that she, in fact, did know everything. She knows up until that, but I can almost guarantee Kaiser Vex has probably debriefed her as well. Yeah. But if you want to talk to her, feel free. Thank but you. I filled her in on our last meeting. What to expect going forward? Well, at least someone in power knows what is happening. Well, like I said, we in this together. I'm still getting used to that whole mentality. Thank you, Maloon. Nice party. Thank you. Enjoy the flaming alcohol. It's really fun. That it is. <laughs> A nice burn on the way down. <laughs> and she just shake like nods her head and awkwardly walks back in a, into a direction <laughs> all right and we'll cut to uh liam and harold right. uh so at some point in the night liam <sighs> flops down next to harold and he seems red in the cheeks and his clothes oddly seem to be too tight for him like he's gained weight throughout the night a little bit more plump at the bottom here. He's eating more pastries. They're like, ugh, this is so good. This is a great night. This is wonderful. I have seen you put away a lot of drinks and a lot of what is that? Is that custard? What is that? Yes, this is. I've got that... he I've got an eclair he pulls out of his pocket. Ooh, thank you. And I will take that <laughs> without even looking at it. I'll eat it. <laughs> wonderful. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is wonderful. This is great. Yeah, it's good to have you. What was Liam, right? Yes, Harold. I've been, uh, Renair has told me quite a bit about you. Not surprised. What can I say? I'm handsome, genius, modest, so modest, more modest than anyone I know. Uh, You have a lot going for you, do you? (laughs) I'm just messing around. I'm just having a good time. (laughs) (laughs) He he Uh, dreads. Yeah. He's like, your music, oh, I gotta tell you, it just lifts me up. Thank you, you just, so much. Yeah, you gotta, it's got a freedom, you know, just for, for freedom to flourish and makes me feel like all must be in balance. It's really wonderful. Thank you so much. Yeah. I put a lot of work into it. 
I see. So, uh, it's always hard to broach this. Broach what? I've, You're not here to kill me, are you? No, 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 Uh I've been uh, asked to kind of uh, offer my services. If you need help and need to learn anything. Learn any, are you like a teacher? Yeah, I can teach you things. Oh, I'm out of breath. Whew. What is wrong, buddy? You seem really winded. I've eaten a lot today. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, he puts it's not every day. Well, it's not every day you see someone get winded from eclairs, custards, and. Is that. Oh, they're dancing. Is that a Samoa? Yeah. Where yeah, did you even get the tell season? Oh, oh, my God. You know, I won't question anything anymore. You're cool in my book. <laughs> If you're an assassin here to kill me, at least I'll die with a smile on my face. Oh no, I uh You'd be I think, amazed. I think how we've often all dealt Well, uh, I think we've all dealt with our fair share of assassins, haven't we, Harold? Yeah, I guess so. It he kinda slowly turns and looks back at him and he's like, Yeah. He said that with that knowing tone that's like, hey, I know more than you suspect. And when I hear that tone, that's the tone that usually says to me like assassin here to kill me I, you're just given the vibe man you've got no the... no no, no. We, we we've we we you and i have dealt with those people we've had our fair share yes yes very true wink wink, wink nudge wink. nudge say no more he kind of looks around for a second and i'm gonna make an insight check to see if this guy's the harlequin <laughs> maybe maybe we don't in the long con baby here we go <laughs> I, we of course, I of course know that he is not out of play but I get a 10 on my insight uh, do we, you? we may have flipped yeah. the script <laughs> well the script he wasn't was before way to go Ethan don't <laughs> I mean, that'd be a hell of a thing like all of a sudden you're just in your house and then Jeffrey Baker just shows up behind you and be like hey <laughs> <laughs> uh, Harold, yeah, it's hard to tell. Harold laughs nervously. <laughs> so, somewhere in the room, Orkira has been chatting more with Mert and hears that laugh and just stiffens. <laughs> Listen, if you're okay, you're okay. I didn't lace the food with anything. Well, that's true. <laughs> What are you doing? What is? What are it's, you doing? It's it's he ends up doing. The You're doing a lot of it. You're like trying different versions. You're... No, it's it's a uh, uh, V's finger. Yes, V's, V's. Sorry, V's finger guns. Voss, seeing this conversation, takes the pastry out of his pocket and suspiciously <laughs> hides it somewhere. <laughs> Harold cautiously does it back. But now you're doing something that I know only V does. And he kind of nervously puts both hands down by the sides of his coat. And he's like, okay, all right. Going so well. I just, I just okay. want to. This went oh. away from me. Hold on. Just give me a second. And he oh. kind of goes. <laughs> and his, his clothes fit better. The, the plump of his chin goes up and he seems to kind of look the way you saw when he first came in 
Sorry. Sorry. Subconscious can get away from me sometime. Are you... <clears throat> What's going on? I've come just to talk, to offer my services. I've heard you haven't that you were... really explained what your services are yet. Investigation. Investigation. I thought I didn't. You want to learn? Did someone tell me wrong? Did did no? Renair you're right. Till... This is yes. it. This is okay. it. Yes. You're the guy. You're the guy. Okay. Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm such an asshole. This whole it's time, okay. I really thought you were like cleverly trying to, <laughs> you know. Well, I am so. I... He immediately puts both hands on your shoulders, like, oh. Oh, it's such a relief. I'm so sorry. All right. Yes. I, Thank okay. you for coming here, Liam. Yes. Oh, so man. What I was trying to, to do was just form a bond of connection. We both have had familiarity with certain people within the organization. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay, yes. man. Great. Oh, man. That is so much better. Oh, I'm going to be able to sleep again tonight. Oh, thank you. You are so scary when you want to be. Holy cow. I wasn't even trying. I know. I'll have to remember how to do that next time. It's just creepy. You just sounded like you knew so much. And I well, I do, but like... I mean. How do you know so much? That's my Investigator. The, the investigator, yes. That's my job. That's so cool. And yes. also, Renair knows you and just told me what oh, he knew about that, you. That also, that also probably helped a little bit. Yes. But, you know, but that's investigation, technically. There you go. Still doing the job. Lesson one. Just as far as most people are concerned. <laughs> Hey, I mean that's the you know why not why why not exactly like like if I were to ask you yeah about your friends of course sure. like so uh, he he looks around he's like uh, uh Vinley over there yeah what would could you tell me about like her favorite food or her favorite color or, like her favorite place in the city like could you <laughs> could you could you tell me those things like dude, it's someone so was... funny you mentioned that because I actually got hammered with her one time let me tell you the story okay and in the midst of the story he gets all the answers he's looking for <laughs> <laughs> and Harold Harold doesn't give away anything pertinent, like anything serious about Vinley. He's always very guarded. He, he seems like it, it. It seems like he's not being, but you being trained in this sort of thing and being an investigator, you can sense he's like cleverly avoiding anything that would be imper would be pertinent. But right. he can't possibly know that the drinks and food she likes or the color has anything of importance. Right. So he's just yeah, that's the. Uh. That's normal questions. Yeah, exactly. It just seems like, you know, the course of the conversation. And he's also, you can tell he's kind of trying to make up for thinking you're an assassin here to kill him for the first five <laughs> minutes. He's really trying hard to be like, oh, I'm so sorry. And like, yeah. It was all part of the plan. <laughs> uh, after a while of that, he's like, okay, so you, I explained a lot. Yeah. And uh, tell me about how you went from a size extra large to a large so fast and how I can do that as well no I that must have been the lighting you what are you talking about insight <laughs> right away right, yep roll roll, roll uh mm -mm. 10 mm -mm. Harold can't read him Harold's great well, at lying. I, I don't know how good is this guy okay yeah so yeah, uh sorry I got a 13 yeah, can't read you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was it the light? 
was it? Yeah. There's a lot of firelight and Harold Harold waves a hand and the glitter in that specific area they're in and the lighting changes and the illusion kind of drops and it's just like normal tavern lighting as he sits closer. He's like, lighting. Okay. That, I you can do, can do really cool, fun tricks. Like, so for instance, during your little whole thing, how many lies would you have sprinkled in there? Oh, uh, we'll say probably at least two or three. Okay. So he's like, so part of the investigation is learning how to read people. So when you talked about the time that uh, she was falling down and you went to go rescue her, that was a lie. It was the other way around. She's yeah, the one that... Yeah, right. that was totally... Yeah. That is, so, definitely caught me, and I'm glad she did. I'd have cracked my head wide open. Right. Uh, so part of that is knowing how to read people. Your your eyebrow picked up a little bit. And see, normally you talk Holy very... Fitten. Right, lie. So... You talk very fast. I've been studying you this entire time. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't talk so fast. As a matter of fact, I don't think I've ever been so calm in my entire life. I've been enjoying the entire time drinking my whites and my stouts and having a great time. And you're telling me that you can read me just because you think I'm talking very fast. Yes, because generally when you lie, you subtly back off just for a second. You micro, you micro, stop being so quick. And that's when I know you've told me a lie. It takes you a moment for your brain to, to think what exactly you want to say. So work on that, maybe. I will. Yeah. And Harold actually busts out a little notepad and starts taking notes, like just like, you know, hey, why not? Why right. not? You know, always better to always better to get better. And uh he after a while he's like, Well, I I really appreciate you coming out. Um and I, and I hope everything's smoothed out between us after all of the nonsense. I, I had no... Uh, it was my fault. Like, like I said, it's very hard for me to approach these kinds of things. Um, I'm not as much of a people person as it may seem. When you... Your, part of your job is trying to find out who's lying to you. Sometimes that puts you at odds with people more than being friendly. Well, like it's better, it's better than the opposite. You see, I see it from the other side of the table where you have lots of friends everywhere you go, but it's because they don't realize that you're not who you say you are. And a lot of the things that I say and do end up, I stay up at night thinking about even bad people. You know, sometimes you just feel kind of sick after you've done it for a while. And you ask yourself how far is too far. It's just, sorry to get all weird on you. I've been drinking a lot tonight. But oh, it's just no, one of those you, things, you, so... I, uh, perhaps um, we have more in common than you may think, sir. <laughs> There's oftentimes... Uh, well, I'm not uh, entirely what you see in front of you. And that can weigh on a person. There's always a facade, if you will. And it's hard to break. Of course. The, the trick is knowing who to be around when you can break it. And he lifts <laughs> a drink to you. He, he clinks it back. Cheers. Which does lead me to, uh, and I've talked to your friend Seisha about this. Um, suspicious, suspiciously, he doesn't drink this time. Okay. Uh, he goes, your, your uh, cook. Javier. Yes. 
I have given the warning to her, perhaps a bit too strongly, but I will give the warning to you as well and spread it amongst your crew. I would uh, keep them at arm's length. Well, here's the funny thing. I think in my group of friends, I've probably had the most people turn on me, which is probably fitting considering the nature of how I've made it this far in my life, just being a duplicitous bastard for most of it. But when I think back on it, and all the times I got tricked and all those people that hurt me down to the core, I think I'd still rather be tricked and allow myself to trust people than to become so guarded that I couldn't allow myself to, to have something that could be special. There's something so pure about Javier. I know you can't see it. I get a feeling maybe something happened to you once. But sometimes you just know. And if you're wrong, well, then you're not a fool for putting yourself out there. You're braver. And I think I'd rather be brave. That's certainly... um eloquent words but oftentimes when we are dealing with certain proclivities of, in people they want more than just you to hurt you they want to hurt all those around you and take everything that you love so sometimes it's not just about you it's about everything so what are you willing to lose, I suppose? Are you, are you willing to lose it all for a happy time, happy few days? I guess that's up for you to decide. I've done it before. Hmm. Happy few years. Hmm. And I don't, I don't regret it. I want to. It makes me sick. But those times... It almost felt real. I can't let that go. I can't. Hmm. And, uh, um, but I'll take your words to heart. You're a smart guy and you've already taught me a lot. And, hmm. and I do appreciate that. Perhaps there's something I can learn from you. Perhaps you and Seisha might be onto something. How about this? Let me do some investigation. What do you believe sets Javier different than those of other of his kind? I couldn't tell you. I'm not familiar. All I can say is that I have this sense about me. I feel like I can just know a person sometimes just from the actions they, they give and the selflessness and the honesty and the way they make themselves vulnerable to people that could ruin their lives. Mm. And he put his life in our hands. He trusted me and I, I'm not gonna betray that. No matter what has happened or what happens to me or my friends, I think mm. we would all take that risk for him. Very well. I suppose my caution is if I could read your mind and read those things, and I'm more willing to 
make the risk, because then I know you won't portray me. I suppose you're right. When you look at it from that perspective, it makes it hard to trust anyone who could read your mind, but I guess that's just the difference between us. I would rather be betrayed and, and taking the chance on the person. Very well. Very well. He, I've done what I can do. He grins and he's like, well, then let me get you another drink on the house. Oh, was I supposed to be paying this entire time? Uh, and Harold looks around and he's like, well, he checks the notes and he's like, are they paying? <laughs> oh my. When I see that, because since the laugh, I think Orkira has been more actively keeping an eye. And all of a sudden Orkira is just there with uh, two flaming shots, two burning worms. Um, oh, hey, uh, Harold, did you, did you, sorry, Liam, did you want one as well? I only brought over the two. Oh. Oh, those are both. Oh, one for me. One they weren't both for me. Okay. Um. I mean, you can you can have them both. I I pay for. Them we both, can get more. But, we'll get more. Well, we can we can sure. totally get more. When you see me done with this one, bring me uh three more of the the white ale. That was I think the best one. And well, uh, then, Harold, do you want to come and help me because I'm not gonna be able to carry three. I'll yeah. Help. Uh, okay. Uh, yeah. We'll we'll all we'll all go and I'll keep my eye on make sure he's not eat, just eating things off of people's plates and drinking their drinks as we go through the bar no, he he he's he's very uh he's very cut yeah he just okay his is his what people what theirs is theirs got it cool all right yeah do we there. get a chance to like go sit back down away from liam at any point yeah yeah like, well, well like yeah. i'll be like liam just one second just or Kara's not subtle. It's very obvious that she is like here to suddenly talk with Harold. So like, <laughs> okay, he, he, yeah, yeah. Harold okay, will. in that case, okay. She they, uh, uh, Liam's just like, very well. You you both have a wonderful evening. All right, I, I have with... I have someone else I need to go talk to. He pulls up his notes about all of uh, uh, Vinley's favorite things and heads on back on over. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll turn to Kira and what's up. I used to be a lot better about keeping an eye on you. And I think I got out of practice because what? I thought, you know, you've got all your friends here, but are you okay? Yeah. Um, I, I thought that guy uh, was somebody very dangerous. I think we've talked about the Harlequin lots. And I thought yeah. for a second, for a split second, he was, but he's not, he's not, he's totally cool. And we got everything smoothed out. He's actually somebody I specifically asked to meet. And I, I'm very happy and excited that he's here. So no worries. By the way, you are looking like glossy. I'm loving the the, the claws and the horns. You are looking, wow, you look amazing. Uh, you know, I, I didn't want to let V down and it's been a while, but the, a lot of things have been a while. Like it's, and I saw you get nervous, and I got worried. And I'm sorry, I I didn't rush over as quick. We no. used to do that a lot, and I I I'm sorry about that. No, you're fine, Orkira. Having you here with me has just been fantastic. It feels like my like. 
you know, when we were on the other side, I felt like we were never going to go back home after a while. And, you know, we became so close and it's so nice for my friends here to meet my, my friend from there. And, and, you know, you being here just has made everything feel a little more wholesome and great. And I, I want you to know that, you know, you don't have anything to apologize for because we all really enjoy having you here. I, I really like being here too. It's been nice to hang out with everybody and not have this weird like ticking clock of having to leave. But I don't know. I just, I thought this was a party and I let, let myself relax. And then I've been watching Liam just talk with everybody and pull everybody outside. And I don't know. I, I share think, my marshmallows with him, and yet I still feel a little weird. I think that because of the nature of his job, he's an investigator. And because of the nature of his job, he that's just kind of the person he is. He wants to know as much as he can. And I trust him because of who he came in with. I think he's okay. Uh, okay. Shady, sure. And I know you're not super cool with Shady most of the time, but I, but this isn't okay, Shady. This is cool, Shady. This is good guy, Shady. I All promise right. you this guy's going to get a Christmas card. I'm already planning on it. I promise he's okay. All right, so this is just like Voss. Not maybe, maybe not as intense. Maybe a little less intense than there. Like well, I mean, no one's as intense 11, as him. Yeah, it's like from an 11 to like an eight. It's like, you know, okay. you know you don't, you're not like intimidated. I don't know, maybe. Maybe maybe I should offer Voss some marshmallows. Maybe that was the like you you explained so much about how intense he was and I wasn't prepared. And then but like maybe I was very awkward. Akira? Yeah. I think he needs marshmallows probably right now. Oh, okay. I You're okay. Yeah, I'm okay. And you know what? I'll take a marshmallow. Okay, yeah, sure. And immediately okay. there's the bag. And I'll take out some and and okay. Stale. As long as you're this okay. Tastes like memories. Yeah, it's still still a little stale, right? I like them. I like them a little stale now. That's how I kind of I'm kind of used to it. Yeah, me too. So. Well, let's go get Voss some marshmallows. Okay. And I will go with her to go pester Voss with marshmallows. It's where is Voss right now? Interrupting the conversation about the bet placed on Vinley. <laughs> um, that's the DMs. Am I doing what I thought I was doing? Uh, yeah, you actually look over and you see um, Voss is talking to the half-drow uh, okay. teenager. Harold will kind of pause and be like, you know what, we're going to actually, let's give him a little space. And, and he'll okay. just kind of nod in respect to Voss and we'll, we'll me and Orkira will start talking about the old times. Okay. And we'll cut to Voss and the Eldandria. Does she seem to be enjoying herself? If at all, um, she is amused by everything, but mm. uh, isn't overtaken by it, and kind of you pick up that she's like, like I understand this, like yeah, you you took down a dragon, but like, what's the point of this kind of situation? I'm on your side in that regard, but <sighs> some people need things like this. This is chance to breathe. Honestly, it makes me uncomfortable. But this is the way. So 
This is how it is to be done. You enjoying yourself, at least. It's amusing work, Tom. Good job. I have a request for you. Okay, I'm listening. Do you feel strong enough in your skills to teach? Who am I teaching? The field ward. They have no one to teach them ranged combat. Zaraj is too busy. Also, I don't think he'd be good in front of a group. Yeah, he's kind of... He's good at one-on-one, but... They need... Kind of hard to teach a group when you don't really speak much. Agreed. They need someone there. Who cares? If I recall, you were very concerned that I was using these people, correct? It's good to know that you didn't hit your head too hard when you were down there fighting the dragon. I was down there killing the dragon. In any case. Big shot. Yes, I am. Thank you. So this party's for you? You did it? You're, You're the cool guy? Every now and then. Even I'm not above basking in adoration. But, please, louder. I'm pretty sure all of the fancy glitter falling from the ceiling is loud enough. True. But more importantly, they're risking their lives on a daily basis attempting to quell what is happening there. I can only help them so much. If you truly wish to help them, this is the way you need to go. And also, it may be time for you to become an active participant in clearing that area out. Yeah, I'll teach him. I need the help. Would you be willing to lead squadrons of ranged archers? You know what I'm asking you to do. I'm not a follower of Solonor like Zaraj is. But, um, I'll do my best. Understand this. They are putting their lives on the line and willing to take the lives of those who wish to take this world from them. If you are to lead them in any capacity, you must be willing to do the same. What do you think I'm training again with? Although he's good, he's still an orc. I understand that. It's time now to put that training into real combat territory, though. This is a brief respite. He looks around. The war is going to get very hot very soon. And we are going to be in the middle of it. We all need to be ready. (laughs) 
The money's going to the field board. That's good. But, it uh, is. But if we can't hold the land, it won't make a whit of difference. Get me these supplies with the money or whoever's in charge of it. I don't know. I will. That will be my next move. I'm working on that as we speak in a way. I just want to make sure you're up to the task. Yeah. I'll make sure that they can defend themselves. Good. That's all I ask. Well, you can take your time and bask in my radiance if you wish to continue to do so. But I won't keep you here. I know you have pressing matters to attend to. I am always busy as a sparrow. You're part of this war now, too. Don't forget that. I won't, my great liege, and she bows and flips you off at the same time. <laughs> I love that kid. I take it. I turn around and I imagine I see Harold and Okira staring at me awkwardly eating marshmallows from a bag. Am I correct at this? We're there far is, enough away. Done. Yeah, we're far enough away that like we've given you privacy. But yeah, very clearly we're waiting for you to be done. And I am throwing a marshmallow into Harold's mouth. I walk over. Mar you look like you're having fun. We're trying. Marshmallow I, I'm, I'm bad at vacations. Would would you like a marshmallow? Yeah. Sure. They're a little stale. Tell oh. you what. Do me a favor. And I pull my rapier out. High up. Okay. And I'll lob. I would like to try to spear it. Alright, make an attack roll. Uh... Where did my where did D and D Beyond go? D and D Beyond, don't abandon me at my dearest moment. <laughs> Not now, when I must skewer the hour of need. This moment, my hour of need. If you do not spear this marshmallow, I will consume you. I mean, I believe it. <laughs> Maybe Okira is the Harlequin. This is a really long game that's being played. What a tweet! What a tweet! Okay. Uh, boom. Uh, 16. Okay. Uh, it is not the prettiest pierce, but it is enough to where you get it and skewer it on your rapier. I skewer hey. it and I hold it over the hearth. Yes. Before you do, I will produce flame in my hand and offer okay, I will, to you. I will uh, roast it over your hand. Uh, you want roasted or you want burnt? I'll take roasted. I will do the perfect roast and snuff out just in time. And I will eat it off the blade. Woo! Harold shouts in excitement. Uh, just just excited that he was willing to go along with it. Harold's just elated. From across the room, Vinley is smiling while she's talking to Alina because she's been watching that too. <laughs> well, I always have some, so if you ever need any more, let me know. Of course. Uh, this is why we keep you here. Marshmallows, yeah. We'll <laughs> slip over to Vinley and Alina. Yep. So, Alina, after your 
what is master teacher came back did he say anything weird about where he was oh uh funny you should mention master orbeard hasn't been the same since um he came back he seemed shaken and aloof after returning from under the city so he said i overheard him mention he saw a massive beast with cloven hooves on three large bulbous waxy legs that grew from a thick purpley flesh trunk um and had like whipping tendrils that sprouted from its top sounds terrifying they are quite terrifying um you should pro he's mentioned that right to Vajra and everyone. I didn't see who he was talking to. I just overheard. How often do you leave the tower nowadays? Not very often. I have many studies and trying to become a magistrate. Stay in the tower as much as you can. It seems to be the only safe place nowadays. Okay. I don't mean to scare you. I'm just... There's a lot of weird things happening. I've seen quite a lot of them. And I would hate for you to have to go through the same thing that I went through. You're not scaring me. I know there are creatures that go bump in the night. <laughs> Good. And that's actually the first time someone said that to me. So thank you. <laughs> oh, um... Your friend that you brought, she's doing well in invocations. Good. How, how well is she, is she like excelling or? She seems very focused and Master Tamar Landrill has taken to her and her devotion to the magical arts. I don't sit in on her classes. Right. Um, if you do happen to pass by her, Will you let her know that I'm still thinking about her and if she if she needs anything, just let me know. But also let her know that I believe we'll be leaving the city for a short time soon. Oh, where are you I remember going? We, we spoke about it a while ago, but haven't said anything about it since. I'm just trying to keep all my, my what is it called, avenues open, just hmm. in case. Life is just... A bunch of doors and paths. It's very strange to put a door in the middle of a road. Who would... What? Have you... Hmm? Uh, nothing. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And uh, I think we're going to cut over to... uh, Liam walking over to Devil, who is watching this conversation with Vinley and... (laughs) And you see him actually playing, actually, like, okay. swirling one of the burning worms. Oh, are you not going over there? So, I, I swapped it. Okay, no worries, came no worries. Up, Sorry. He starts to, then he stops. And he's looking at his notes, and he's like... And he heads back to the kitchen. And you see Dabble kind of swirling and actually holding his hand, like, over the flame. The blue flame that's emitting from the thing. He looks up and... 
Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and continues. Yeah. It goes back into the kitchen. Closes his notes. And he's looking yeah, he around. into the kitchen. Seisha follows him in. Fair. Are you are you trying to go in unnoticed? No. Please? I didn't say Seisha. I said Yeah. Um, I didn't say so, and I'm going to assume that he thinks that everybody's too involved in their own thing okay. to notice, so he's not particularly... What is your passive stealth? Just add 10 to your stealth. No, not you, Seisha. Oh. Uh, sorry. Uh, passive is 19. 19? Okay. Seisha, Seisha, you see it. Okay. Yeah, he, he looks around, tries to time the perfect moment, but you catch him out of the corner of your eye. Okay. Jeez. She follows him in. Okay. Oh, Liam, you walk in, you see uh, a... You see Javier, but you also see a tabaxi um, Maine Coon style tabaxi uh, sous chef actually like prepping and, and okay. getting things ready uh, with with Javier. Okay. Um, and I'll let <laughs> then he gets get run into. <laughs> yeah, because Susie sees that he stops in the door because he wasn't expecting anybody else back there. Uh -huh. so like, what you doing, Liam? And then yeah, boom. Ugh. Um. I wanted to have a conversation. I'm sure you can understand that I would like to be there. I hope you can understand this doesn't involve you. I hope you can understand that you're not entering that kitchen. And I hope you can understand that you are cutting my kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> All right. He looks over to Javier. Surface thoughts. We need to talk. And looks back to Seisha. You understand that you're right. This is your place. Looks back to Javier. I'll see you out back. Uh, do you have a... It looks back. Do you have a loo? I'm sorry. I'm looking for a place I can I can use the restroom. Down that way. Thank you very much. And we'll now actively stealth and try to sneak out to go to the back of the building. Okay. Go ahead and roll that and uh, send that to us in the Zoom chat. Um, Javier looks to you and says, is there something he did not like about the cooking? I know it is spicy, but I tried to uh, quell it with the sugars and spices and is everything okay? Can I talk to you for a minute? I, he, he's kind of like, <laughs> aura, 10 minutes. Okay. <laughs> and she will, uh, I guess... How big is the kitchen? Like, can she step in there so that it it is? It, you can move around, but it's very tight. Oh wait, we're right by the work. cellar. I'll I'll pull him into the cellar. Okay. Um. She points to her head, and she's going to think. He knows what you are. Is that the problem? He has a big problem with your kind. As I said many times before, the reason why we hide ourselves is because people like to hunt us down. Yeah. I'm not going to let him hurt you. Thank you, Sesha. Um, he wants to talk to me. Out back. 
Do you want to go? There was definitely nothing sinister, by the way, in, in the surface thought. It wasn't like, rah! Yeah. Just... Um, Javier asks, do you think it's important? I, th I think he's at the very least going to threaten you. Mr. Ronto has talked to me about looking into finding people that have been defecting from Bonnie's doppelgangers. Mm -hmm. um, perhaps this is one. But you think he's a doppelganger? I don't know. That would make sense from some of the things I've seen tonight. Uh, just to be fair, I, I messaged the DMs and told them I was watching you all night. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Love it. That would make a lot of sense. Um, you're not, forgive me for saying, uh, easy to miss, so maybe I'll ask Voss. Else. I'll get Voss. I think I need to go get a breath of fresh air. Sure. Take about uh, 30 seconds before you get out there. He nods and he walks up with a new case of wine and sets it underneath the bar. We'll go find Voss. And Seja, as you were coming out, out of the very far corner of your eye, you see just the slightest bit of green cloak going out the back door. You almost missed it, but... Okay. She's going to go find Voss. Voss, I need you to do the thing where you hide really well and go out back and keep an eye on Javier. Why? Because our friend Liam wants to have a talk with him, and Liam has a big problem with people who are like Javier. All right. And I don't want him to be alone out there. I will go ahead and attempt to stealth outside. All right. Sounds like a plan. They're going to be out back. Not great. 19. Okay. Okay. I mean, that's uh, a six. You uh, find a corner in the shadows and stay there and Keep an ear and eye just just beyond the corner so that you are not actively being seen. So you watch Javier round the corner to the back side of the tavern. Okay. Liam is sitting up in either if there's a crate or a, a spent uh, wine barrel. He's sitting on it, eating some pastries. He's got a bottle of wine next to him. I'm sorry, sir, if the food was not to your liking. I try to pride myself upon uh, making the best I can. No, these are these are wonderful. I have to say. The yellow, is that banana in the, in the middle? Is, um... Oh, wait. I brought this from home. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, it is not mine. Uh... You should learn to make it. Give me the recipe, <clears throat> I can. I understand 
your nature, clearly. As a cook? Please, let's not play games. Tell me the reputation that I know you and your kind have. Why should I not believe it continues here? I can tell you that you're right to have your fears, but not all of us are the same. I will do Ear for Deceit. Uh, da, 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 trying to find, I think that's my... Yep. Oh, uh, yeah, so that's Insight check. Yep, because you can't roll lower than an eight. Yep, 20. No matter what you roll. Even a natural one counts as an eight. Got a 20. 20? Uh, with this, he seems to be telling the truth, um, but there is some trepidation in it in the sense of, like, it's hard to tell if he shares your same sentiments or if he's hiding something but uh, the fact that there is you know not all of them are evil not all of them are evil but he may be <laughs> uh well these folk that are friends with renair and seem to trust you quite a lot i cannot say i've ever met one that i've trusted He thinks something and tries to test something. Mm -hmm. I know the answer. Um, <clears throat> I am not going to attack you. I know that's a lot of their fears. I'm not stupid, even though sometimes I make it look to be that way. But my eye is on you. What do you want to know? How about this? This may help. Tell me about the Unseen. And what you know of them. I do not know about this Unseen. Hmm. Interesting. They have not, uh... Very interesting. Voss, what do you know of the Unseen? And he looks to where Voss is hiding. Bastard. <laughs> to be good. fair, I rolled a six, even though my stealth is plus 13. So Jesus. Voss um, stands up, walks out, still armed. Nothing. Hmm. But I would love to be informed. You see Javier like start to get kind of nervous and like, what is this unseen? <laughs> <laughs> the is unseen. there something here? I do not. What is something invisible? No, no. I will extend this courtesy on behalf of uh, the BFGs here. Let's test your uh, how well you all know each other and are willing to stick your necks out for one another, so on and so forth. 
The Unseen are collecting shapeshifters, such as your friend here, Javier, to, well, kill them. Collecting. How? How do they know? I'm sure they have their ways. How did you know? I'm an investigator, Voss. This is what I do. Insight. Okay, make an insight check. 22. Uh, I'm going to say it back. I'm not even, he's not even trying to deceive you. Yeah. It's, so. it's straight truth. Okay. This is one of the thing, many, many things in the city I'm looking into. While, yes, I may have uh, my history with Javier's people, I'm still not heartless as to let just anyone go around and kill anyone at their leisure, however they wish. That is still not right. That is still not the code that we follow, yes? I still have some amount of morals and ethics that I work on around. How did you find out about this? Well, that's for me to know for now. If it becomes necessary for you to know, I will let you know. But for now, I will let you know about the Unseen. I will let Javier here know about the Unseen. I'm confused. I've, I was born in Waterdeep and learned to cook by cooking for our family after their parents died. I've never heard of Unseen. Well, know then that there are groups of people looking to kidnap you and remove you from this city. Does anyone know that you know of, aside from those associated here? Sorry, say again. Does anyone know besides the people here and obviously my group? At this point, I'm going to do a general perception check. See if we're being watched. And I could roll to 15, so that's a stern maybe. <laughs> stern maybe. <laughs> but a very uh, stern maybe. You actually, um, you do see, catch someone watching as you look up. And you can see the silhouette of Zaraj. I don't mention this. As I know who that belongs to. This is me extending my hand to you to show you that I am not some malevolent killer out to kill your cook. I did want to have an honest conversation with Javier. Yes, I am concerned. Yes, I have my history. But Renair talks highly of you all. And if you've chosen this cook to be in your employ, so be it. He has done nothing to not deserve our trust. I heard about the job from Barney, who heard it from Three Strings, and I come here, they interview me, and I get the job. 
This is what I'm talking about. The constant, just drop it. Okay. It's the constant. Just drop it for a moment. We all know. Just for a moment. Be real with us. Javier looks around and kind of walks further into the shadows. I will stand in such a way as to block view from anyone I might that might attempt to be watching in from the allies. I know Zaraj is watching, but I'm not just like attempt to block from anyone else. Yep. Steps into the shadows and as the most Zaraj would get is a new silhouette. And okay. His form fades. You see his arms slightly elongate and his body becomes this bluish gray muscular form that is also gaunt and stretched his head becomes bulbous and long back and his eyes begin this hollow yellow and there's like a featureless nose and like no ears and a, a flat slit in the mouth well, that, was, that was more than really what I was saying I just meant have an honest conversation but this does certainly go a long way. This is you. Yes, well, this is me. Interesting. I am not comfortable in this flesh. Then you may change as you wish. Thank you for trusting us with this. And you see him reform and... Um, Liam, go ahead and make me a persuasion check. Persuasion? Okay. Mm -hmm. Ah! I'm not very persuasive. Eight. Eight? Uh, mm. Yeah. The digital dice was on the line, too. It could have been a 19. Too bad. I hate it when they do that. Yeah. Okay. Um. And Javier then looks to Voss. Do you trust him? I don't know. But if his intent were to kill you, he would have done that by now. If his hatred were that strong. Bonnie also approached me about something unnerving or something going on within the doppelgangers. I at first thought that it might be the Xanathar guild recruiting them. Ugh, fucking Xanathar. Agreed. <sighs> but if this is the case, then this is what needs to be dealt with. The sooner the better. Boss, you make a persuasion check. I'm gonna say you can have advantage because of your relationship with Javier. Okay. Um, he, he uh, that's a dirty 20. Okay. Nods, and then he looks towards Liam. This face? It's not my first face. I took on this, um... And you see him kind of get solemn. I watched the man get killed by an unkeg. When he was... Um, being torn apart, I could have saved him, and I didn't. I was too scared. 
So when I came to Waterdeep, I took that face, took easy work, and then ended up doing a few bad jobs with the wrong people. But I never hurt anyone directly. Eventually I left. I took the face of an older cook I once met in passing in one of the towns on the way to Waterdeep who made the best spiced potatoes. So good, I still cannot replicate that. I started working a couple of taverns, perfecting my love for food. Eventually I meet Bani. And then he looks to boss. She tell me not to tell you. She was wise to do that. But it's because she is like a the older sister figure, maybe like a mom for a group of doppelgangers. Now working with Harper's. There's Nervain Sakovith, as you remember the human stage coachman that you mm. interviewed. Mm. Tarakes, uh, the female dragonborn glassblower. Mm -hmm. Cecile Westhemper, the gender fluid bar that is hor a horrifically terrible actor. Yep. <laughs> know that one. Bree Nelthind, a female halfling hostel worker. And Vergar Branchbreaker, and that is a male dwarf magistrate. But she told me not to tell you because she did not want you to worry or to jump into conclusions or get in front of a sword that you do not need. And she just asked you to find information. But the two that have stopped checking in and don't like our allegiance with the Hoppers, Abri and Vagar. Haven't heard from them in about two or ten days. And then maybe where we need to start then. This needs to be resolved. Perhaps our new friend? Perhaps. And I turn to Liam. This was definitely more information than I had intended or expected to gain. I have no ill will. Not all of us are the same. Well. I just have a love for food and I want to cook. Well. You see, Voss, this is why a good investigator does what he does. I cooperate. I so am more swayed than I would have been had I not talked to him directly. I'm not 100% convinced. Surface thoughts. Uh, surface thoughts are just long, or sorry, very short leash they have okay. been given. Um, but definitely inching more towards maybe there's something here to investigate further. I would hope that despite your predilection, you can see at the very least how a new fanatic cult rising in the city would be something we need to deal with before it spreads. I would not call them a cult, just an organization. 
whatever name you want to give them, they have a one track and one purpose. Are we a part of a cult? We have something of a singular track, singular purpose. Are we a cult? In a way. Hmm. <laughs> if you wish to see it that way. Well, very well. I have learned a great deal. I told my sous chef that I would be gone for 10 minutes, and that was 12 minutes ago. Yes, very well. Of course. I have my own things to take care of as well. Uh, speaking of cooperation, I have to go talk to someone else. But thank you very much, Javier, for your time. And Voss, I hope I have proven a bit more that I can be trustworthy. You are the very least competent. Sometimes that's more necessary. I try. As I watch him leave, I turn to Javier. I assume you leave. I don't want to presume. Yeah, so he <laughs> okay. goes He goes in the to the opposite side of the uh, building than he had originally come, where, where everybody probably would have come from. Mm -hmm. So he goes around that corner. I turn to Javier. You're not the only one who's had to wear an unpleasant face. But you're here now. And your insight picks up that he's trying to, like, think something towards you? Is he trying to read my surface thoughts? No, no. Exact opposite. Hmm. He's testing something. And he just kind of nods his head and keeps walking. Boss takes another look around, and then... We're the only two out here. Thoughts? You say this, um, an arrow sinks into uh, the wall uh, that's attached to a line, and you hear the as he zips down on his bow and then lands. This is an opportunity. Something that needs to be investigated further and dealt with immediately. He points to his eyes and he points in the direction that Liam went. Yes, please. I don't completely trust him, but he is skilled and he wouldn't have brought this to our attention if he didn't expect us to do something about it. However, I don't think he's out to harm us. Not yet. And Zaraj nods and then... Uh, unthunks the arrow shoots it up into uh, the roof and uh, throws the uh, the bow on his back and it zips up on top of the rooftop so as Liam had gone around the corner he, he goes a few paces ahead where it's dark kneels down pulls off his buckler and his rapier st stashes them and his clothing is actually designed in such a way he's able to kind of take the cloak and flip it inside out he's unbuttons his shirt um, to open it up to make it a little bit more blousy, like the way the, the threads are. It almost it turns into more of a blouse look, like a, a, a more natural, um, what people would call a feminine look. And then he looks around, sees no one can see, and his face shifts in just a few moments into a young elven female. And he stands up, pulls out his notepad and pen, comes back around to the front of the building, and he comes in, he's like, 
Oh, darlings, this looks like such a wonderful party. Can I, I'm here for the paper. I'm here to, to interview everyone. Oh, Vindy, we cannot wait to interview you. We have so many good questions. Do you mind if I talk to you just for a moment? And she comes prancing up to her. Prancing. <laughs> um, yes. Sure. Oh, yes. We just have few questions for my paper. We do wonderful exposés on everybody. Just a few questions, if you don't mind. What's your favorite food? Um, what paper was that? Oh, this is for the Waterdeep Times. Can I roll a history check? Because <laughs> I don't know much about the city. I can roll it at disadvantage. <laughs> Go ahead and make a history oh. check. All right. 13. That's enough, right? I mean, it, there are multiple papers throughout the city. You have not been in this city long. Yeah. The times could be one. It sounds right. Yeah, it sounds like. Just know the wazoo is like the big paper. Yep. Right. Okay. Um. Yes. My favorite food, you said. Yes. Um, roasted quipper. Oh, wrapped good. in leaves and a fresh salad, I guess. Wonderful. And your favorite drink? Um, really, any oven-made wine. Wonderful. And your favorite place in the city, so we can do a big, a big write-up about it. So people oh. can go touristy stuff, you know. Right. Um, and she's like really like, <laughs> like why am I? Why is this happening? Um, and she like scratches her head and she's like, I would have to say, um, the city of the dead. Wonderful. These are great questions. Oh, look at the time. I have to go. Thank you. And he just, boom, goes in. Or she goes in, gets the information, pops out. And Liam thinks to himself, and that's how you corroborate information. I like how he said, those were great questions instead of those were great answers. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and that's where we're going to end tonight's episode. <laughs> okay. With that fantastic uh, exit. Yeah. Uh, thank you so much, Jeff, for yeah. joining us tonight. Thank you. And, uh, and getting yeah. to play Liam. Oh, Liam was wonderful. Uh, if you have not like, done so already, of, enter... Yeah. <laughs> I'm not. Uh, hashtag beyond hashtag eldritch for your chance to win a player's bundle from dnd beyond and other Foundry miniature we will be making that drawing in about 30 seconds or so uh yes again thank you so much for coming and playing liam um just so anybody that doesn't know uh jeff was one of the players in the game that dustin ran out of the abyss where i played bilrick who was an asshole uh <laughs> and we did create the name uh the demonic imperative contamination killing syndicate uh, that Liam hated, and everything was so meta and great yes. and lovely. <laughs> yeah, I miss it. Uh, so oh, nostalgic. But it was true. I killed, yes, stole yes. so many kills from him. Yep. Yeah. We, yep. we, was... called it, we called it bill ricking because I would get them down to singular digits, and then here, here Liam would come to save the day. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to second nice. wind and use my <laughs> secondary attack, and I'm going <laughs> to. You were but, that guy. Yeah. Yes. Yes, I was. <laughs> But uh, uh, yeah, I mean, we had encounters planned, but you know, this was an amazing role play. This is uh, so good. Session. Everybody was wonderful.
and and thank and you the all party. for yeah the party was great thank Uh-oh. you all for having me and letting me come in and and play and be a part of uh being silly with you guys and uh, yeah uh, making me feel hey, welcome there there might be a time where you know liam comes back yeah but uh kudos to uh captains and v for coming up for with that amazing party description <laughs> that was all her we had right? that. that was amazing uh, the the throwback to my arcane romance was Chef kiss. That was amazing. That was yeah. So funny. The only the only thing that we added was the fire dancer and cast, and that's because um, uh, steam and steel knew them. Yep. Well, we had like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's say with the the belly dancing, fire eating, yeah, breathing. Yeah. Poi. Yeah, I, I imagine more like poi, really. Yep. That was kind it's, of what uh, I was picturing. Yeah. I just but, kind of forgot um, the word for that. You know. We have winners. I forgot um, about the winner. Spanish web. <laughs> winner of the Elders Foundry miniature is. Uh, Billiamsworth, Billiamsworth. <laughs> uh, congrats to you. Uh, and the winner of the player uh, bundle from D and D Beyond is Doodle You. Doodle You. Yep. Doodle You. So uh, congratulations to our winners. Uh, we reach out to you via Twitch Whisper, so please make sure that those are turned on so that I can give you your prizes. And as always, be excellent to each other. May you always roll with advantage. Good night, everybody. Carol Hobbleton here. Did you enjoy how great I was? Because I sure did. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you next episode. Catch my beautiful face live on twitch.tv slash rockpunchatl every Sunday, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, or catch the podcast again every Sunday with a one-week delay. Now, up, V, you still have the rash cream? Rah.